Oh my god, Ed, how many more of these things do we have to look at? If you guys didn't keep blowing up the studio, we wouldn't have to look at all. You know, if you didn't rig it, I wouldn't have blown it up. Oh, I'm just saying. Bitch, 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 just saying. Bitch. Yeah, just saying. Look, this is... This looks nice. It's condemned. Look at this. This is very nice. Graveyard adjacent. Quiet, well-behaved spiders. This could work. Let's let's take a look around. Okay, all right. I'm I'm game. Well, let's go. Hmm. Oh, look at all the room. Look at all the room. Now I know they said you know this is a fixer-upper, but you know I think this has a lot of potential for a new studio location. Yeah. Um. And there's going to be plenty of room if we just get the dust and the cobwebs out of the way. Place is bound to have some trouble. Oh, yeah. Yeah. How many tentacles does that thing have, anyway? I don't know. I think 12, 13, maybe. Okay. We're not uh, close enough to aggro it, are we? No, no, no. No, okay. No, I'm not worried about that. No, it's, no. I think he's gray. Anyway. Yeah, he can just stay there. Yeah. That's fine. Okay. Yeah, it's kind of cute, actually. All right. Let's mm. take a look further down here. What? <coughs> Dusty. Shoo! Dust. Oh, look, a portal to hell. Well, you know... What, chat? No, not that one. No, 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 they... no actual hell. Yeah, actual hell, yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah, look I... at the demons. I think they're playing yeah. poker. Oh. Yeah, well, God, what are they using? For... I don't want to know what they're using. For. We don't Never mind. Never mind. Never I, mind. I, I, I don't want... You know what? No. We'll, we'll put the couch over there. It'll it'll cover it up. It'll be fine. The great part about this, though, uh, that the realtor was telling me, yeah. is in the basement... We, we've got, like, our own mailbox, so that would be awesome for emails. You know, that's good, because they have just been kind of laying around. You know, they just show up, and they're all over the place. So I know. So it, this would be great to keep them down there, get them organized. It would be awesome. So let's go check it out. Yeah, I'm still a little oh. iffy about that portal to hell, though. Well, you know, we'll, we'll put a nice urn in front of it, or it'll be fine. Oh, yeah, nobody will no yeah, nobody will notice then. You know, that's nobody, awesome. Yeah, we'll just put an urn. It'll have so, you know a, a flower coming out of. Yeah, it. I'm I'm great. really kind of thinking more along the lines of big flashing neon signs that say "Portal to Hell, Beware." But well, if okay, but if you think that's you know if if, uh, if you think the urn's a better way to go, hairs on my neck just stood up. Oh, sorry. I don't think it's you. Really? Okay. Do you hear that? Yeah. What is that? It's creepy as hell. That's what it is. But yeah. the bigger questions, where is it coming from? I don't know. Okay, just keep going. Yeah, it's 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 good to walk towards creepy things. Let's do that. Do you do you feel that? Yeah. Yes, yeah, this is a little creepier than I'm used to. I mean, I know. Is that what a is that? I don't know. Is that a mailbox? Yeah. Okay. There it is. All right. What? What, Wait a minute. What, what? What is that? Okay, that's some. Well, that looks like the mailbox, but well, wait a minute. What's no, on what's it? on? Yeah. Greetings. Oh my God. Man, I was halfway through the Emerald Dream when I had to pee. Did the realtor mention this? No. Want to bring out the animal in me? <laughs> I hope you're not afraid of snakes. Back away slowly. Back away. Back away. Back away. Back away. Back away. I'm scared. 
<laughs> oh my god. It's, uh, it's dancing. Oh, oh my oh, god. And welcome to For the Horde Radio with our scary, spooky episode number 41. Wasn't that scary? We're not taking that place with the night elf. No way. We are not taking that. No, no. Dancing night elves on mailboxes in the basement. I ain't having that. No. Anyway, thank you very much for downloading and listening to this episode. And yes, it is our scary, spooky Hollow's End episode. Ooh. What does that mean? Well, we don't know, but it means we're going to probably be talking about the usual stuff that we talk about every time we do this show. So, Hollow's End. Yes. This is now, I think, my fourth or can't remember exactly fourth or fifth year i can't remember it might be four not sure i can tell you it is my second year of doing the quests might be fifth i can't figure it out because i came in when i really started playing the game like down and dirty and and like yeah because i had checked it out months before i actually started playing i kind of went in looked around and went oh this is nice and that was about the the, the uh, attention span I had. But I came back later, and that's when I rolled my main. I rolled a serious the, the troll hunter, yes. And it was around this time of year, Hollow's End. But I forgot when that was. So, we'll think about that. Anyway, but I know, I can tell you for sure, only the past two years, last year and the year before, and now this year, so three years, that I've been doing the quests associated with Hollow's End. We're going to talk about those. We're going to dissect those. We're going to look at them under a microscope and go, ooh, look at that. Because there are certain things about those quests that I just have to point out. Because it is one of those things. Now they are tied in with achievements. Okay, granted, they were tied in last year when they first brought out achievements, but I didn't do them then. So I'm doing them now, which is why I'm talking about it now. So let's just jump right into it. Let us jump into the dissection of the two quests that you get, that you've had for years. These have not changed, as far as I know. At least on the Horde side, they have not changed. Now, what I'm about to put forth to our listeners are facts. I'm going to keep emotion and opinion out of it at the moment, but I'm going to lay down for you facts. These are the facts with these quests. This isn't me making it up. These are what it is. Facts. Horde side has two quests associated with Hollow's End that are now part of the whole Hollow's End achievement. The two quests involve one involves, actually they both involve going to South Shore. We're going to break them up though. First one, I don't know the names, but you'll know them when you hear when I start describing it. I don't know their official names, but the one you go to South Shore and you got to put down three stink bombs in South Shore. Now, you can't put 
these three stink bombs down like on the edge of South Shore or anything. You gotta be in South Shore to do this. And now, now correct me if I'm wrong, again, I, I've only done the quest twice prior to this year. This year is the third time, but prior to this only twice. And I have a very, very distinct memory of there being one of those area of effect circles when you put it down and I didn't notice it this year. So I could have just been imagining it, but I kind of remember that. Now, when you put down a stink bomb, you your, your character goes through one of those little shimmy motions like they do when they're making a bandage or cooking a stew or doing anything like that. They go through their little shimmy motions. There's a, so it takes, what, five seconds to put it down? Okay. Then I think the stink bomb itself has, what, 30 second, possibly 60 second timer on it. And you got to do this three times in South Shore. The second quest you have to do in South Shore involves taking rotten eggs, going into the tavern in South Shore, and putting it in the ale. This ale, deceptive because the ale itself does not look like what you would imagine it to look like. It, see when they say put it in the barrel of ale, we're all thinking, I know I was thinking, and I will say a lot of people were thinking that it was a barrel, like you would have a gotten at Brewfest. In fact, no, that is not the case. What it is, is when you run into the tavern and go into the main room, this is a place where the innkeeper is and all the NPCs are hanging out and it's up against a back wall and it's stacks of barrels. It almost looks like one of those drop down thing, you know, you know, backdrop. Uh, it, where, you know, four barrels and three, then two, then one. And the only way you know that's what it is, is because if you run your mouse over it, you get the little wheelie thing. And you have to be standing up against it to make the little wheelie thing go from gray to gold, thus indicating that you can now do it. And again, you go through a little shimmy, 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 shimmy motion. Those are the two quests on the Horde side. I looked up, out of curiosity, the quests on the Alliance side. Again, I will relay what I read. Facts. The Alliance have two, also, two quests in relation to this holiday. Their one quest involves putting out a stink bomb in South Shore. When the Horde comes in and drops a stink bomb, they have one of their quests involves them putting it out, stopping it from stinking. So that is one of their quests. The second quest involves them running and investigating the... I don't want to call it the Burning Man because that's not what they're calling it, but it's the the Wicker Man, the the Haystalk Man, whatever. The big freaking thing outside of Undercity. They have to investigate what's going on there. So they have to kind of just go and run by and investigate. Those are their two quests. Now, not being an Alliance, I don't know how difficult or easy these are. But from a horde side, now here comes the opinion on the horde. Looking at it on the horde side, I gotta say, looking a little one-sided, Blizz. Now here's why I say that. Here is why. Now comes the opinion time. I say that because, because I have done the South Shore, and the South Shore is very recent in my mind. And we took two guildies in their 20s with us to try to get it done. Now big mistake I think we made was we tried to do this on opening day, which was a freaking free-for-all. Now, sometimes this can work to your advantage, because let me tell you, there was a lot of horde going in there for these two quests, kind of all at the same time, and then there can be safety in numbers. There is also a lot of ganging in numbers. So I think we may have hit this on the wrong day. We hit it opening day, so it was mass chaos. 
So you got everyone trying to do it. First, try to find those barrels. Those barrels that I said. By the way, if you haven't found them yet, you still got a week. From the time this podcast airs, there's still a week of Hollow's End. If you haven't gone in and haven't found them, that's where they are. It ain't a barrel like you're thinking. Because that's what, and every freaking year I forget this. Every single damn year I forget that's what they are. It's like you go in. Let's see how to describe this now. You go into the inn. You know, you make a, a right. And then a, a quick left, and you're in the main room. And if you look right there at the back wall, there's a bunch of barrels. You gotta run at that, and that's when you get your little wheelie thing, and you gotta do your little shimmy move, and you'll put the eggs in, and thus quest complete. Now, while you're trying to do this, you have every freaking NPC in the damn building coming after you, not to mention the pack of guards who followed you in, excluding players. Let us pretend there were no players in the game at this time. Let us pretend this is the case, and players are, there's none. No other players but you. There's no alliance, there's no horde, there's just you. I can say that the NPCs in South Shore are not elites. They are in the range of, I think, 40s to a level 80. This is not a huge deal. Now, if you decide to be nice about it and just want to do your freaking quest and leave, you can't do it because you're constantly being interrupted. You have no choice but to kill them all. Okay? You have no choice. You have to kill them. Otherwise, you start to shimmy, and they hit you, and you're interrupted. And you gotta restart it, and you're hit, and you're interrupted. Okay. Kill them all. Take all that. Now you... But there... It's a freaking town that has now converged into the inn. And now add in the other players, because the fact that there will be no other players there... <laughs> what planet? What server are you on? Because I'd like to know. No, 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 no. There are other players there. There's always other players there. 80s. Because they know. And, okay, fine. So you've got the mass quantities, but this is a problem for lower levels because they can't do it. They cannot freaking do this. The only way to do this that we have thus figured out is for them to kind of, for you to pretty much clear out everything and then let them walk in. Because they are level 4, and a bunch of level 40 NPCs are going to clean the clock of anything under them. And even up to, like, you know, even if you're 50, 60, that'll give you a hard time. And 80, not so much. But at the lower levels, yeah, <laughs> that's going to be a little tricky. And the fact that it takes even a few seconds to shimmy and do your little thing is an issue when you're getting smacked. It's not like you just go flap. It's not an instant. Stink bombs are worse. Because you can drop them right in the inn. I found this out. I went upstairs. Why? Because as soon as I was able to drop my eggs, yes, I got killed instantly. I was so surprised I even got that far. I rezzed upstairs in the inn, where there was these two little low-level NPCs, which my pet ate. Sorry, pet just ate him up. I couldn't help it. And I dropped a stink bomb, and it went off. And I'm waiting for it for like the cooldown, so I could drop the other two, please. That would be awesome. And I eventually got them all three laid down, but not, of course, before, you know, the players figured out what the hell I was up to and ran upstairs in mass quantities with trailing NPCs with them. It's very intense and very difficult at lower levels to do this quest, which is why I only started doing it two years ago because that's when I was capped. Prior to that, never freaking touched it. Never touched it, never bothered with it, and I think I may have been capped by that point anyway, but I really, it was, I was soloing my way through uh, at 60 for a while and I said I ain't doing this by myself because it is so not worth it for me I don't care what you get I don't care no but of course we had a group of people we did will we do it again of course we will take these we will damn well get it for the our lower members of the guild damn it yes we will 
but it's extremely difficult and I compared my experience to what the other side has to do now I know we have Alliance listeners so please correct me if I have misunderstood the well sorry but ease in which it appears that you guys have it if I am wrong if it's harder than it appears in text please let me know I'd, I'd love to hear how it works because you know we do have some Alliance listeners which is awesome all our listeners are awesome but it's cool to hear about what goes on on the other side as it were and especially in this kind of situation how freaking hard is it I gotta ask you guys because in my opinion from 20 on now you can ride a mount so it's not like you're hoofing it anymore you got yourself a mount you're riding it okay fair and again fact the abominations by the freaking haystalk man yes they're elite I think they're 60 or 70. I'm not 100%. They are elite. I also think there are two of them. Could be wrong. Again, I run by it. One of those things you don't actually look at because, well, why would I look at it? I just get the quest to move on. Now, you have to investigate. Alliance has to investigate. You know what that means. You know what investigate means. It means you do not have to get off your mountain shimmy sh- anything. You don't gotta shimmy anything. You gotta ride by. You gotta get in close enough range for the quest to trip. We've all had the quests that say, go investigate such and such. And when you reach said point, now, unless you have to crawl up the wicker man's butt, which I really doubt, it's a flyby. You run past it. All right, you may aggro stuff, but you're on a mount now. You're not not on the ground anymore. So you run by, it investigates, quest done. Compare that to the equivalent on the horde side, which is you know, throw rotten eggs into the ale, where we have to run inside the opposing factions in, not mounted, because you can't be, you're inside, find the freaking hidden barrels, and shimmy, 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 putting your, your little rotten eggs in. Just doesn't seem very balanced to me. Just a point. The other flip side now, and here's where I really don't understand. This is why I go, it, it's like, I don't get it. You have to put out a stink bomb. One. Now, one would think this would be a grand old time to all join hands and sing Kumbaya, where, hey, we have to drop them, you have to put them out. But for every one Horde player, three Alliance get their quest done. You have to put out one, at least that's how it read. Could be wrong, but the way the quest read, when I looked it up, it said, A, put out A, stink bomb, singular, and you have to put it out on your own turf. Now, one, I would think, you know, there's gotta be at least one alliance on a server somewhere who is sitting there screaming at their players going, would you let them freaking put the bombs down before you kill them? Would you let, we're never gonna get our quest done if you don't let them kill you, if you keep killing them before they do it. Don't you think we would work in unison with this one considering we gotta put them down, you gotta clean it up, hey. But again, not quite balanced in my view. I'm sorry just seems that way to me and then while we were there just fyi while we were there of course in retaliation they come and attack turn mill why not ah gotta love pvp and the achievements and holiday events don't i sound happy anyway so those were just some views some opinions now i know our critics will say i'm being worse than hitler what else is new but these is the facts folks there they are that's how the quest unravel and from the horde side just kind of looks like well it's not quite balanced but again you know like i said now we're not having any elites in our in our territory we just have you know 50 60 level 40s beating on you at once while you're trying to shimmy versus the 
two elites um, that are guarding the wicker man. Maybe there are more than there. Maybe there's more. Maybe there's like two in the back that I haven't noticed. Maybe, so maybe there's four. Any of our lines folks want to clue me in on it and let me know, am I right or wrong? If I'm wrong, that's fair. Fair. Hey, again, I've never done it, so I don't know how hard it is. I have never done it. Maybe trying to put these damn bombs out in the middle of South Shore is difficult. Where it's like, crap, you know, I, I got a time limit or something. I don't know. So I I could be looking at this wrong. It just to me seems unbalanced. Just say. Now, we will steer away from that because I must take time to sing praises of the candy buckets. God, I love the freaking candy buckets. I love them. I love them so much. I'm just in my glee and bliss with the candy buckets. Candy buckets are twofold. They're great, because not only... Screw the candy, who cares about that? Although it's a nice buff. You eat up all the thing, you get a nice buff for like, what, 30 minutes or something? Where I don't know what they do, but they do something. I got my lock. I love this. I took my lock. My only huge disappointment is I can't take him to Outlands. He's the only... But let me tell you, my boy, my boy lock went up a level and a frickin' half candy buckets hell yes oh yeah i'm loving me candy buckets okay and of course all my mains love freaking candy buckets because they get cash and hey <laughs> fly around and get cash easy peasy couldn't ask for a better time you sit you chat with your guildies you listen to some tunes you go bloop, 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 right down the map and you get you know six and change gold for each bucket i love it now, apparently, what there is a bit of confusion, and we still have time. So, if there are those out there who are getting, I, I've heard there's like some confusion. Can't do not mistake candy buckets for the trick or treat. Candy buckets are not trick or treat. Candy buckets are the things that are in the inns that you go in and you see the exclamation point over them, and you say, "Ooh, candy bucket!" and complete quest, and you get a handful of candy, which, by the way, you have got to open before you hit up your next candy bucket, because it won't let you have more than one handful of candy at a time. The candy itself, fine, but the actual little glove thing, which is cute, handful of candy, glove, get it, yuck, yuck, is that you get in your inventory that you right-click to open and it has little candies in there. You don't open that up, you can't, and I've had people do like, why can't I do it? Did you open up the last one? Oh, yeah, yeah. You gotta open the last one up. Don't confuse that, though, with the innkeepers and the trick-or-treat buff, which you can only do once an hour. You can only visit an innkeeper once an hour. Doesn't matter which innkeeper. It can be any of them, but only once an hour and go trick-or-treat. I would love to know why it is every time I freaking go to trick-or-treat, they turn me into a freaking worm or a cat or a ninja or something. I only need the freaking pet squash, okay? That's all I need for this achievement. Do you see my eyes spinning? Because it hasn't dropped yet. It's almost like, you know, I'm to the point, it, not to say this because my guildies will hold me to it, but it's almost like to hell with the mount, however cool that is, I want the freaking squash. I want, I am this close to finishing out this achievement. I want the freaking pet squash. Besides the fact that it's cool, I want the freaking pet squash. Yes, I still have a week to go. So hopefully, the next time I air this show, you won't be hearing any Ed sobbing that she missed the achievement because of the frickin' squash. This is a problem I have with some of these achievements. It happened during the Valentine's Day one and a couple others where it's left to fate. It is left to fate if you get it or not. I could play this. I can go every single frickin' day. I can trick-or-treat because if I am correct, you can get the squash from a trick-or-treat, maybe, 
if you're going to have something in a trick or treat, in a trick or treat, heavens, if you're going to have something in the achievements, in my opinion, don't make it like freaking random drop of the dice. That that's rare. That's almost as bad as bad as the thing that's still up there for probably a lot of us, unless you're insane. The whole mask thing, which they took out under pain of death, um, from the whole long and crazy journey achievement. They took it out. It's still there as an achievement, but you don't need it to get the, the achievement completed, quote-unquote. You don't need it. The whole mask thing, because they did the freaking odds and discovered there's no freaking way you can do this in two weeks. It's all random. Which brings me to why the hell is the damn palm, the damn squash, and the helmet, these things that you can get off the Headless Horseman, so that's if you get a group. I think you might have a shot if you trick-or-treat. But it's one of those, like, well, you get it or you don't. So I could actually do this for the next week and not get the drop and miss the achievement because of this. How pissed would I be? Very. So anyway, singing great, but I gotta say, love me the candy buckets. Holy crap, I do happy joy joy dance on the candy buckets. Couldn't believe how much it brought. Well, the other thing was, because I had to bring my little lock out to places that he hadn't visited yet, like, you know, the Plaguelands and Silithus and all that. So he's getting XP for discovering places. And he's getting XP on the damn candy buckets. And I get flight pads, so when I'm ready to go, I go. I can't I can't do Outlands because he's only 52. So he's too idle to go to Outlands. But that's okay. So, all in all, other than my small rant at the beginning of this, I do enjoy Hollow's End so much. And I hope you are enjoying it too, if this is your first time giving it a shot. I know some people like straight away from this and never really got involved. It is fun. Oh, just as a reminder, because again, we still have a week to go. And I appeal to you, I appeal to all of you to look it within, because, you know, the holiday season is rapidly approaching. So, you know, get the glow, please. I ask you, if you have already done your Headless Horseman, put the fires out for the day and happen to be running by and the event is going on, please do not stand there with your thumb up your butt and laugh at people trying to put the fires out. Please grab a bucket and join in. It will benefit all. Okay, you already got it for the day, but you know what? A lot of other people didn't. Wouldn't it be nice if you lended your bucket and aid in helping put the fires out? Because yes, I have seen people just stand there. Like, what are you doing? Now, I had finished the damn thing for the day, but yes, I'm there. I pick up a freaking bucket and you do it! Damn it! Getting a little, uh, hot under the collar on this whole Hollow's End thing. You happened to notice that, didn't you? Yeah. I should stay away from this. Anyway, so <laughs> I appeal to you, please, even if you've already done it, and you happen to be going by, I'm not saying, you know, stick around, but, you know, if you happen to be going by and you hear the stupid horseman doing bad poetry, God, isn't it sad? It's just like, oh, shut up. You really want to tell him, like, give him a book of poetry. Somebody give him something else to say for the love of God, please. But if you happen to hear this going on, is it really good? I mean, unless you're, like, seriously pressed for time or something, is it really going to kill you to take five minutes to pick up a bucket of water and help out? No. Be good to your fellow hordies. Go help them out. Go put out those fires. Yeah. Rock on. Well, I think I need, um, I think I need a latte after all that. Um, little bit of a hyperness there. I, I need to go, like, think good thoughts or something. Anyway, we are going to go into our first music break on this scary, scary show. That wasn't really scary. That was just Annie Ed losing it, which can be scary at times. And, you know, about our first music break, however much I love Jonathan Colton, everyone and their brother podcast is playing, as we speak, Creepy Doll. 
I know. Everyone's playing it. Now, I love me some creepy doll. I really do. But I just can't do it when everyone else is. I can't. And I've done it two years in a row so far. The past two years, every Hollow's End, I have played creepy doll, but not this year. This year, this year, I have something scarier than creepy doll to play for you. Oh, yes. I have a music selection which is going to chill your blood and make your skin crawl, which will have you waking up in the middle of the night, screaming with nightmares. So without further ado, get ready for some chills. We are the potato people. We do things with potatoes that you're not supposed to do. We'll do them with you.
Coming to you from high atop the flight point over that livestock pavilion known as Thunder Bluff, it's The View from the Barn with your host, Big V. Big V. Big V. Big V. Big v. All right, well, hey, it's good to be back here in the uh, studio. Uh, last show, a couple things happened. Yes, they heard all about it. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I would know that if I listened to the show, but yeah. Which is why we have set up the greatest practical joke on you through the show. You suck. I know. You suck. <laughs> Hate all of you. All of you. <laughs> <laughs> so, all right, well, now that we got that out of the way, yes. um, <laughs> well, it's nice to be back in the uh, lovely, well-appointed and the spacious FTH Radio uh, Studios. So, apparently, I'm supposed to talk about interesting stuff tonight, and, well, nah, not going to happen. Nah, no. Nope. All right. Because I'm bringing you the Jerry Lewis telephone. No. I'm going to wear a tuxedo shirt with the uh, bow tie untied, and I'll just look sweaty and sing. That'll be awesome. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Uh, wait, wait. Bring out the kid with no head. Well, that would be the kind of telethon we'd run here. <laughs> yeah, for pretty much. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. He, you know, where, his head, where his neck would attach to his shoulders, he's just got eyes and a mouth. <laughs> yeah, oh. His father was H.P. Lovecraft. Yeah, anyway. Anyway. Um, <laughs> <laughs> so... Anyway, uh, in all uh, in all seriousness, uh, if we could actually be serious here, we're nah, can't do that. Been in the game, been playing around, and um, gotta say, I am sick, sick to my freaking heart with the Argent tournament. <laughs> oh dear lord! You know, the first couple of times you do it, it's kind of fun. Or a neato gonna joust. Okay, I jousted in the kindergarten now. Cool. Okay. And then the first time you mount up and get to somebody else, you mean you get your ass handed to you because you don't know what the hell you're doing. And then you got to do the run of shame. Well, no, actually, yeah, <laughs> uh, actually, you know, your hawk strider's sitting right there. Your chicken's right there, so you can go get back on him. It's not that bad. However. A tarin on a chicken. Now that's a sight to behold, let me tell you. It is. Um, with, with this big poking somebody with this big phallic symbol. Yeah, here. Yeah, enjoy. It. <laughs> um, so then you got to go out and you got to kill stuff because, you know, hey, that's got everything in the world to do with, you know, tournament jousting, going out yeah. and killing things. Okay, good. Yeah. yeah. And that's it's, the part that's been stopping me. No, yeah? Yeah. <laughs> well, let me tell you the part that, stop, that has finally stopped me that made me say, you know what? I'm done. Done with this. I'm not doing this part of it anymore. I don't care if it takes me a year and a half to get where I'm going with this. I'm not doing this crap anymore. You know the one where you gotta go out to the Court of Bones at the Corp Arathar Gate or whatever the hell that is. And you gotta go and throw lances at gargoyles and you run over bone soldiers and then you got these freaking bonehead lieutenants that you gotta kill. You got your lance. And it doesn't matter if you got three freaking shields up and they've got none, 
they can be an inch away from you and charge. What is this? What's the freaking mechanic here? You know, I can't charge for anything because here I am sitting on old paint there, you know. (laughs) I mean, damn thing's not even my plow horse. I mean, it's like old Blanche. It's like they trotted old Blanche out from Westfall <laughs> and said, here, ride it. Put the cow on the back of that. Yeah, it'll be speedy. Uh, so there I am. I can't. <laughs> okay, shield break. Funk. All right, I've got three shields. I've got three green shields. All right, he's an inch and a half away from me. Clank. I got no shields now. Why? <laughs> he charged twice. So, okay, what do I have to do to charge? You know, I got a... It's on a timer, I think. Because it takes 10 minutes to actually put your lance down. And another, you know, four or five minutes for, you know, old Blanche to get up to speed. (laughs) By that time, I mean, and they're throwing shield breakers at you like they're Brits in a pub. I mean, they're just playing darts with your dumb ass sitting there on, you know, your plow horse. I mean, you've got some, they're just, they're just heaving them off. And these freaking gargoyles, what is it? Necrocution. They're just crapping lightning at you. (laughs) And they have the most ludicrously fast respawn rate I've ever seen. You know, you kill it. And then, you know, three seconds later, the pile of flesh and bones that it once was will just leap back into the air and shoot you with lightning again. Now, this is not that bad when you're just doing the lieutenants. But when you gotta go to the bonehead commanders, those are some tenacious some bitches, let me tell you. That and it's when I got to the commanders and, you know, five minutes later, I'm still poking this thing with, you know, Steely Dan there, and they're not going down. They're like, no, I'm done. Done with this. Forget it. Nope. Let me go on the other side of the gate there and you know, kill the kill, what, the converted heroes. Converted heroes, my big fat ass. They're all, <laughs> not, el- they're all not elves and drama. And they aggro like things that aggro a lot. Because you, you got some old dodger over there holding a flag. And... You know, every now and then he'll wander over to you and promptly hand you your ass. <laughs> he'll say, oh, here's your ass. Did you drop this? <laughs> I thought you might want it back. By the way, what are all these lances doing sticking out of you? <laughs> oh, you got tired of that too, huh? We've been seeing a lot of that lately. Okay, maybe I've missed it. Maybe I've missed it. Is there another flight point in Ice Crown anywhere? Well... Where's the flight point that you have? There's quite a few, actually. Okay, I'm not happy now. (laughs) Where are you? The only one I've got... I'm level 78 now. The only one I got is is at the Argent Tournament Ground. Oh, my, no. Okay, so I've been hauling my ass out there on my griffin. Well, a griffin or whatever the hell that flying tiger is that I got. You mean to tell me that there are more flight points out there that I could have been using? Well, there is. Um, have you done quests out there? No. Well, that's probably part of your reason why you haven't found any. 
Um, you know, I just could... need to sit here for a minute. Just give okay. me a second. Okay. <sighs> okay, I'm good now. Yeah. Okay, <laughs> and we're you know what we're just gonna rename this. This isn't View from the Barn. This is That Noob Who. <laughs> Welcome to That Noob Who. Yeah. How was it? All right, so you know, I gotta go out. I gotta haul it back out there at some point and just find the plot points because, like I said, I am sick to my heart of having to just go fly over Immerheim or whatever the hell that big thing is in the middle. But you know, that just brings me to something else because this is the way my brain's working or not. All right, Arthas is out there, right? Apparently somewhere, yeah. Yeah, he, he's somewhere in there. Somewhere. We know because there's all this dead stuff that's walking around outside. Now, we've got 47 gates, and they're all menacing. They're just scary and terrifying. Who decorated? I mean, now, seriously, because it wasn't like it was just there, and he came and inhabited it, did he? No, I don't think so. Okay, so somebody um, had to build it. Probably, yeah. Okay, so he got some, like... Madge architect or something and said okay build me something forlorn and foreboding I want skulls I want lots of skulls yeah on the walkways I want skull designs on all that yeah that'd be great and make it really pointy and make it scary yeah a lot of black a lot of black we're into black here yeah yeah so I mean really did he just meet with somebody and say okay you know it had to have been a blood elf at first. Okay. I'm listening. Well, no, I mean, come on, a decorator? It had to have been a blood elf. <laughs> and naturally, of course, the blood elf tried to talk to him blood into, male, you know... Yeah. Uh, yes, of course. <laughs> what else? Blood elf male, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Try to talk him into, you know, pink tapestries and Throw animal skin, you know, zebra pillows and, you know... Yeah. <laughs> Very new age. Yeah, very new age. You know, actually, I I think they might have tried to go go kind of Art Deco. So, did Arthas talk him into this, or did the Blood Elf talk him into this? Probably think what happened was he gave him the design, very Art Deco with the animal furs. And, yeah. You know, very lacy and, and satiny. And now he's dead. Okay, and, and, and he killed him. He killed him. Well, no, he <laughs> killed Arth- him, raised him up as, as yes. undead. <laughs> Right. As a scourge, and said, okay, now tell me your ideas. <laughs> exactly. And then See? he tried again, so he killed him again. Because <laughs> <laughs> blood elves do not give up easy. No. Um, eventually he gave up the idea of the lacy throw pillows. Um, yeah. yeah. And finally just went, this is against my artistic ability, but fine, the customer's always right. Okay, you want skulls, you want... What point. skulls? It's so uh, last it's year. So depressing. But fine. Are you sure I can't? You know, I bet if you look really hard, you're going to find. Because no decorator will walk away completely without leaving their mark. I bet you, if you looked really hard, you're going to find like a little heart or something somewhere. Well, yeah, it'll be his beaten heart, probably. Oh. <laughs> Yeah, I'm sure there's I'm sure there's pieces of him all over the place. <laughs> I bet there is. <laughs> See, he uh, left his mark. Yeah, really. And you know that just brings me to something else. All right, you can apparently mine for serenite out in Ice Crown. Okay, I'm not gonna I'm not gonna go down the whole profession road here because I know how much you love that. Yes. Um, tink, 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 tink. Yes. Yes. 
You'll notice, hey, it wasn't me that did it this time. <laughs> I didn't do it. But you were thinking it. Always think it. <laughs> tink, 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 tink. Anyway, so Sarah Knight's kind of the going concern for me right now. And every freaking Sarah Knight node that I can find has level 80 elites around it. I'm like, what smart-ass dev at Blizz? What freaking developer said, okay, all right, puffed on a joint and said, all right, I'm going to put the Serenite right here amongst all the elites. Because he's sitting there and he's probably getting stats on it. How many numb nuts are going to come and try and mine this node? Because <laughs> you know miners. Miners are like herbalists, man. We'll go, we'll go for, we'll go for it wherever it is. Doesn't matter. I mean, you remember our insane bot priest? I don't know. I just, yeah. These are just, this is just the crap that I notice as you know, over the twenty-minute flight from the urgent tournament ground to the, the whatever, you know, the whatever gate of scariness. Um, <laughs> So, yeah, what other stuff has been going on? I mean, I've been putzing around out there, and God, it's just depressing. I actually just, um, I've, uh, I'm about halfway through Grizzly Hills, and I don't know why I like Grizzly Hills as much as I do. Um, I guess it's because I had a thing for Lincoln Logs when I was a little kid. I don't know. <laughs> um, and, you know, I can't even explain Lincoln Logs for the benefit of those who didn't grow up no. with them. You don't um, know what it is? Uh, Google it. Yeah, Google it because it'll just... I okay. can't explain it. It's just cool. <laughs> I mean, if I had a set of Lincoln Logs right now, I mean, I probably wouldn't be doing the pod. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> oh, sorry, Ed, I can't do sorry, the pod. I'm making, I'm making Lincoln Logs. Yeah, I'm making the hotel. Um <laughs> See, now, Grizzly Hills, I didn't like. Yeah? I barely spent any time there. Well, you know, the the thing that kind of bugs me about Grizzly Hills is all the damn trolls. Now, I got love for some trolls, but as a race, no, not so much. But the, they're trolls. What the hell are you people doing out here? It's like bears and orcs. Come on. Um, the one nice thing about it is there's there's money to be made out there. That's for damn sure, with all the dailies. So that's nice. This is how much I have not played Grizzly Hills. Their dailies. Their dailies. <laughs> uh, now they're now at their their dailies that'll flag you for PvP, but nobody does them. So, you know, you know, oh, tomorrow. Okay. Yeah. So tomorrow, after everybody's heard it, you know, I'm gonna walk in and there's gonna be like 50 <laughs> people, you know, trying to do these things. Like, um. <laughs> It's actually got one of the coolest taxi rides I've ever seen. There are three quests, actually four. One, you have to bandage up wounded skirmishers, uh, horde skirmishers. Then you've got to kill wounded alliance players, which I just like. Um, you, well, what's not to like? What's not to like? The uh, Then you've got to uh, bring back some shredders. So you actually get to drive a shredder. Yeah. When you've done that, they'll give you a key to a shredder of your own. But the shredder of your own's way the hell down in Venture Bay. And it's not really like your shredder. It doesn't have your name on it or anything. But you can use it to kill stuff right there. But they have this log flume. Oh, I've heard of the log flume. Oh, it is so freaking cool. 
I mean, and he's riding the thing like, you know, Cal's riding the thing like it's a motorcycle, just down the river. And then you go over the waterfalls, and then you duck under the water and come back up. It is so freaking spiffy. Yeah, but I like Grizzly Hills. Grizzly Hills is cool. I like Dragon Blot, too, but, you know, you get tired of the snow after a while. Um, I got nothing good to say about Borean Tundra. Not one. I don't think anyone, not, not one damn thing. Nope. Nope, not one damn thing. I mean, I'm, at some point, after I hit 80, I mean, I'm which I'm not that far away from, actually, I'm... Oh, three or four bars away from 79 right now. Which, by the way, gotta give major, huge, ultra, gigantic, hoo-ha, big ups and shout-outs to um, my guildies. Yeah, the -the off-the-air crowd. They all pitched in and made me a uh, Titan Steel Shield. And they put a little note on it, and that says, "Here's some incentive to get you to 80." It's like, "Oh my God, I've got a Titan Steel Shield!" Oh, I mean, I almost had to take a minute for myself. <laughs> um, yeah, it's that sucker sitting in the bank, just waiting on me to turn 80. It's purple. It's a purple. Everybody that had anything to do with getting the cow, that massive shield. You guys rock. And there's too many of you that had anything to do with it for me just to say names because I'd forget somebody and I don't want to do that. But thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you. You guys rule. Move. Trying to think if there's been anything else that's that's going on. Yeah, I got dual spec. Ooh. Yeah, I got dual spec. Don't know what the hell to do with it. But But I got it, damn it. (laughs) Well, actually... I respect to uh, Fury not too long ago because um, because once again one of my guildies made me the made a uh, I think it was a Savage Serenite armor set Ooh. whole damn thing showed up in the mail holy crap so I respect Fury so I could uh, so I could use it I got Titans grip for so for all you warriors out there all you people that aren't warriors that don't know what Titans grip is. You can dual wield two-handed weapons. Holy crap! Yep. Ooh. Yes, you can. Nice. <laughs> wow. Oh man, it's unreal. Um, now I say that it's unreal, but I went into the, I went and did the calling a strat home uh, this morning with some uh, folks from the guild, and my DPS was right there with the healers. Oh dear. <laughs> and I think it's just because I don't know what the hell I'm doing. Um, <laughs> I'm back to that. I'm back to that initial rotation I used for like my first 66 levels. But if you're Spec Fury, you can actually tank with a shield and a two-handed weapon. Oh, nice. Seriously. Now you miss out on some of your good, your tanking abilities like your shield slams and devastates and stuff like that, but. Dude, it's just cool. I mean, when you see when I see the cow just swank those two two handers off of his back, seriously. What's not to like? It, dude, it, really, and I look so freaking uber. <laughs> and underneath it, I can't play worth a damn. It is better to look good than to play good. Seriously, I got a Ferrari, but I can't drive the damn thing. 
I hear the theme to Magnum P.I. behind it. Um, (laughs) I whip out those two-handers, and I hear the song from the (laughs) A-Team. I do. That's right. ago, Blizzard blessed us with the Guild Vault. Before this time, guilds had to have an official bank tomb, which housed everything. If you had a large guild, maybe each officer rolled a bank tomb for specific types of guild items, apothecary, leatherworks, foundry, etc. But gladly, those days are behind us. Now we have large vaults in every major city that house the guild's items. People put stuff in, people take stuff out. But what happens if you're part of a very active guild where a lot of people put stuff in and very few pull stuff out? How can you find the items that you're looking for? Multiple tabs only compound the problem. The answer is Guild Bank Search by Psyket. As the author says, Guild Bank Search adds a filter to your Guild Bank window to easily find things in cluttered tabs. It searches both the items in your bank and the logged text quickly and intuitively. In other words, you go to your Guild Bank like you normally would and off to the right side is a button that will pop up the window which will allow you to search for either a specific item, either by name or type. Let's say you want the pink bunny slippers of doom. Just type that in there and GPS will shade out everything else so those slippers just pop out of the screen in all of their cuteness. Or perhaps you aren't that specific. You know you want to highlight glyphs, but not just any glyphs, only glyphs for warlocks. Oh. No, no, you don't want any low-level warlock glyphs, though. You only want those for level 50 or above. Now, each of these search criteria are available right in the interface. It's very easy and very fast. But it will only search through the tab that you're currently looking on, so you will have to tab through all of your guild bank tabs just in case it was donated into the wrong tab. It's a great add-on that doesn't take up much memory at all. If you want to give it a spin, you can pick it up at curse.com. Now, in this next review, I'm going to use the dreaded T-word. Please, don't send me hate mail. I've thought about this add-on long and hard, and I actually find it of value. If you don't agree, don't use it. It's your computer and your game, after all. This add-on is not endorsed or required by either FTH Radio or any guild it represents. This is only my opinion here, folks. Okay, now that that is over with. Of course, it's only proper manners that if you take something out of the guild bank, you should put something back in. Most people would just replace what they took with another item of approximately equal value. But what if you don't have anything of equal value? Perhaps your guild bank tabs overfloweth. What then? Well, just take a page out of every Wintervale shopper's book and give your guild bank cold hard cash. Now, ah, how much cash? Well, that's entirely up to you. But if you want something automated, and who doesn't, might I suggest Guild Tax 4.0 by Sean's Space. What Guild Tax will do is first look at your guild message of the day, and then your guild info. 
What it's looking for here is if your guild leaders have set the suggested tax rate. If it finds it, it uses it. Imagine that. If the guild tax rate has not been set, guild tax will default to a 10% tax rate. Now, all funds acquired through vendoring, quest rewards, auction house or COD payments, or loot from corpses will be taxed. It displays what you currently owe in taxes in a small window, which can be hidden. Whenever you visit the guild bank, those funds are automatically deposited into the vault and the counter resets to zero. But the author also put in the ability to evade the taxes and reset the counter to zero manually, just in case you're transferring money from one tune to another. There's no need to be double taxed, after all. Now, I've been using this add-on for the past month or so, and honestly, I haven't minded it in the slightest. If it's something that you might be interested in running, you can also pick it up at curse.com. So, until next time, this has been Grandmaster Z for For the Horde Radio, reminding you to stay close to the Vorlon and watch out for shadows. They move when you're not looking at them. Okay. Questing sure does wear me out. Waiting down the elevator. Ah, oh, there we go. Hey, what's up, abomination thingies? Oh, do you guys smell? I just gotta go down these stairs, past the bank. And wait a minute. Where where is my loft? I just had this thing fixed. Where is it? How could it not be here anymore? What the? A, a smoothie bar? What, what is this? They replaced my loft with a smoothie bar? A smoothie? This is the freaking Undercity. We don't even eat down here. Why do they need a smoothie bar? Hello. Welcome to Undead Youth. How can we help you? You can help me by getting out of my property and just go just go um i just i just work here sir do you want me to get your man my manager no i don't want you to get your manager i want you to get out didn't there was stuff in here there was a lab there was there, there was microphones there was ah how, how how could you not see that this wasn't just like it was a big empty space it was my apartment <sighs> oh it, you, you mean that stuff out in the box over there you, you put my stuff in a box. Yeah, yeah. We, it, you, you, uh, you, you were evicted. Um, I think. I don't, I don't really know. Evicted? Evicted? I went out questing. Everyone goes out questing. It's that thing we need to hit eighty. You know, questing. We need. To, you don't just evict me. I pay my bills. Okay, so I miss a couple payments, but still. What do you do? Do you know who I am? Um. No. I am Zarg of XP. I am the spirit of sarcasm incarnated into this rotting flesh body. And I will rip your soul from your body when I get the opportunity, you little ingrate. What can you possibly even sell here? What flavors do you sell? What can you, what taste could you possibly provide? Well, our most popular item is the taste of suffering. But it's my suffering, you little ingrate. <sighs> I, 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 I can't do anything. I'm sorry. Forget it. Forget it. I'm just gonna go over here and just wait. Oh, there's gonna be a class action lawsuit on your ass. Don't worry about it. Let's see. Open up the box here. Microphone. Finally. 
Hello, ladies and gentlemen, and welcome to another wonderful episode of your Zogbog. This is Zog of XP reporting from outside my loft because apparently I don't pay my bills and this is enough reason for them to replace it with a smoothie bar. That aside though, there is a lot to talk about. As many of you, or many fans, have now noticed, I have at last come over to the Matteron server. Yay, yay, yay. But first, don't you ingrates think I haven't seen the Let's Initiate Zog by giving him bunny ears and making him jump off a cliff threat? Oh, there's a special place in hell for each and every one of you. Again, I digress. The guild has more or less been very, very, very helpful in leveling my brand new baby druid. But Zog, baby druid, that would imply that, yes, ladies and gentlemen, I am playing a cow as well. I know, I know, but this is becoming like a primarily cow-based progress. It's kind of, kind of creepy. But I, I, in my own defense, in my own defense, I will always remain in dead heart I, I am still Zog of XP. I just play a druid on the Matteron server, which happens to be a cow. And I like to think of it more as wearing, uh, walking on stilts and wearing cow skin than actually being a tauren. Because, God, it, it's, it's, it's a different experience. It really is, you know? You can't, you, it smells like dung everywhere you go. You know, flies everywhere. It just, it, it's not a pleasant experience. I didn't know things could smell worse than, than the under, than the undercity, and, well, I had to learn that one the hard way, let's put it that way. Now, before I get into too much detail, I'm just going to give out a few shout-outs to Bugs Reaper, Brannigan, Steve Collins, and Jail of the Matteron server. Jail is not on the uh, off the air guild, but I gave him a huge shout, uh, huge shout out for coming and saving my ass in the middle of Thousand Needles while I was getting my ass kicked by a series of water elementals, I believe. Yes. So a huge thank you to you. Thank you for coming and randomly pulling my ass out of the fire. Lord knows if I was back on Etrig, that wouldn't have happened at all. So thank you very much. Now then, I've been getting a run almost every time I come on, wow. This is one amazing thing about the guild, is they're always willing to help you actually level. And this, 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 this just makes my day, I know. I could, I could have come home and, you know, just get, like, something could have blown up and getting, like, bunny pieces all over my brand new shoes. Hey, Zog, you want to go do a run? Yes, please. Thank you. You guys have been making my time on WoW, and I'm getting to see a lot of the classic vanilla stuff I never got to see the first time through, because, well, let's face it, it's next to impossible to find a group for them. <sighs> but I have to say, back to the point, you know, I, I, I sidetrack, I do that sometimes, so, but rewinding a little bit, while doing these runs through uh, vanilla WoW, I, 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 for the first time, got to enjoy Nomagon. Now, I can't remember exactly which individual was running me at the time, forgive me, whoever that may be, but regardless, they were level 80 and thus forehandling everything in the area. Now, Normagon, I never realized how funny it is. It's a funny instance, because it's, it's, it's just filled with, like, trogs and gnomes and things, and I... I have to say, there's nothing funnier than half a million gnomes following one level 80 across the entire map, and all you just see is him run by, he's like, ah! 
and then you hear the ground rumble, and there's a thousand tiny midgets running after him. And then with one stomp, they all die simultaneously. And let me tell you, when, when, when you see 50 gnomes die simultaneously, it just gives you warm, fuzzy feelings all over. So that, that definitely has to be the funniest instance I have ever ran. Moving on. At last, Auntie Ed will be very, very, very thrilled to hear that I have finally, at last, changed my email. I know. Hold your applause. Please, please, thank you, thank you. And you, you can stop checking the floor to see if hell is frozen over. Yes, I finally decided that it was time to change my email. And after all, I said I would, so I did. You can find me at ZogofXP, all one word, ZogofXP at Hotmail.com. So, now you ingrates have no reason not to email me. Seriously. I'm lonely. Now then, <clears throat> So there I was, in Ashenvale. God forbid the pace is so purple it makes me want to gouge my eyes out. Moving on. So there I was in Ashenvale, doing this quest that related to furbolg somehow. You know, those giant bear things and thongs. I'm doing this quest and it requires me to kill like eight, you know, of each kind there are. Of course it's eight. But um, I'm running. I'm running through here, and I, I see this alliance pass by, and I, and you know, I, I, I stop and I wave at him and I smile at him. I'm, I'm, I'm a polite individual. I am. I'm, I'm trying to be nice here, and this little. Let's see. What's a word that won't get banned? Yeah, I can't think of any words, so I'm just gonna get bleeped on this one. That little ish face decides that it'd be fun to tag around me an hour and rush everything I attack. So at the moment, uh, frustrating. This little, I think it was a warrior, like a knight of warrior or something like this. Anytime I would approach a furwog, he would rush from behind me and tag it before I could. It was the most frustrating thing on the planet. Uh, he did this excessively, excessively. He did this for 15 minutes. I haven't had this happen to me since, uh, God, since way back when I started the original Zog. This back, all the way back to like the first time I wrote in, that's how long it's been since someone has decided to be this freaking selfish to me. So, you know what I did? Oh, I ended up having fun with him. I made him forget exactly how many people he had on his ass. Now, how does one do this, you say? Well, to put it bluntly, I basically made him excessively, because he was deliberately trying to stop me from collecting any sort of experience, I got about 50 furbogs on him, okay, slight exaggeration, maybe about 10 furbogs on him, because he was always rushing them and trying to get to them first. Needless to say, I killed him, yeah, and it made me feel good, very, very good. But speaking of the Alliance, excuse me while I throw the Alliance, I forgot how much I hated the Barons. I really did. It has to be the single most worst poorly designed area in the damn game. This, I, the crossroads in Etrig, it was, it was pretty barren. It was like, it was like, okay, now I see where it got the names from, the Barons. There's no one here. And you know, well, sometimes that may be a bit of a downside. It was good. You never got raided. You didn't have to see in your little scroll bar every couple of seconds. No, the crossroads are under attack. The crossroads are under attack. Oh, shut up. Shut up. Shut up. Shut up. And of course, even though I wanted to shut up. I know I'm just going to get even more pissed off by the time I reach there because all my quest givers are going to be dead. Again. Ugh. Hate it. 
Hate it, hate it. I mean, sometimes it's like Blizzard deliberately tries to come up with the worst possible things they can think of. Hey, uh, why don't we put an area in the game where, uh, where, you know, the Alliance can deliberately pick up everything the Horde does at this certain level, and they give the Horde a really hard time leveling to 20. What, what do you think about that one, Steve? Why, I think that's a fantastic idea. Why didn't we think of this sooner? Well, you know, it was like, well, we need to give it something like, something that will devoid it of all hope of ever doing something successful. Uh, what about the barons? Yeah, the barons. Yeah, that's a good idea. Hey, do you think we should do something so that the horde can screw up the alliance? No, no, don't worry about it. Don't worry about it. Don't worry about it. Sometimes I swear to God that's the way they think. Ugh, frustrating. Want to wring their damn necks. I'm come. Come, um, come. Your smoothie is ready, sir. Did, I didn't. Oh, I I didn't order a smoothie. I didn't order the smoothie. Go away. You know, I hate to admit it, but this is not bad. Uh, it really does taste like suffering. Strength and honor for the horde. Once upon a midnight dreary, while I raided, weak and weary, over many a quaint and curious dungeon of old molten core. While I nodded, nearly napping, suddenly there came a tapping, as of someone gently rapping, rapping at my chamber door. Tis some visitor, I muttered, tapping at my chamber door, only this and nothing more, and the drop rate so majestic, falling with each purple epic, thrilled me, filled me with fantastic terrors never felt before, so that now, to the still beating of my heart, I stood repeating, tis some visitor entreating entrance at my chamber door, some late visitor entreating entrance at my chamber door, this it is, and nothing more. Presently my soul grew stronger, hesitating then no longer. Noob, said I, or nublet, truly your forgiveness I implore. But the fact is, I was napping, and so gently you came rapping, and so faintly you came tapping, tapping at my chamber door, that I scarce was sure I heard you. Here I opened wide the door. Darkness there, and nothing more. Back into the chamber turning, all my soul within me burning, soon again I heard a tapping somewhat louder than before. Surely, said I, surely that is something at my window lattice. Let me see then what thereat is, and this mystery explore. Let my heart be still a moment, and this mystery explore. Tis the wind, and nothing more. Open here I flung the shutter, when with many a clash and clutter, in there fell a motley torrent on my shiny kitchen floor. Not a murmur did he utter, 
with a will that made me shudder, and with reek of hoof and udder, climbed above my chamber door, climbed upon a bust of hogger, just above my chamber door, climbed and sat, and nothing more. Then this lumbering cow, beguiling my sad fancy into smiling, by the grave and stern decorum of the countenance it wore. Though thy horn be curved and thicken, thou, said I, art sure no chicken, ghastly grim and ancient torrin, wandering from the baron's shore. Tell me what thy bovine name is on the western barren shore. Quote the torrin. No! But the torrin, sitting lonely on the placid bust, spoke only that one word, as if his soul in that one word did he outpour. Nothing further then he matched, not a cow butt then he scratched, till I scarcely more than muttered other friends have grazed before. On the morrow he will leave me as my hopes have grazed before. Then the cow said, Moo! Be that word our sign of Parting, cow or fiend, I shrieked, upstarting. Get thee back into the tempest and the western baron's shore. Leave no hoofprint as a token of the lie thy soul hath spoken. Leave my loneliness unbroken. Quit the bust above my door. Take thy horn from out my heart and take thy bulk from off my door. Quoth the torrent, Moo. And the torrent. Never grooming, still is looming, still is looming on the pallid bust of Hogger, just above my chamber door, and his eyes have all the seeming of a murloc's that is dreaming, and the lamplight o'er him streaming throws his shadow on the floor, and my soul from out that shadow that lies floating on the floor shall be lifted, never move. Hi, welcome to Thunderbeats, Azeroth's finest butcher shop and brewery. I'm Thunderstep, what can I get for you? Oh, you're not here to buy anything. You're here to listen to some of the old stories I might have hanging around the joint. Well, grab yourself a chair, pull up a seat by the fire, and get ready to listen to some of the old fish stories. Or as I like to call them, fishing in the nether. We join Thunderstep deep underground in an apparent dungeon. The walls are clammy. The air is thick with... <laughs> the scent of teriyaki? Got any threes? <laughs> as the poor man hungers, you too shall be forced to find fish. Fine. Oh, and Shen, the rice is amazing! Really? You really like it, Honorable Cowman? I cook only as a hobby. I am glad to have someone with such a distinguished palate as a prisoner. Yeah, well, okay, let's be honest here. It helps being dead. When you don't have to worry about digestion, you can really focus on the flavors, you know? Mmm. Do you have any emperors, Honorable Cowman? Mmm. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Okay, yeah, here you go. Hey, uh, Shen, you're not going to get in trouble about me breaking my manacles again, are you? Oh, no, no. I tell Fib and say we had to use the Titan Steel ones on you. 
I personally gave up when you broke the adamantine ones. I just hate being bound up, you know. I know. And Panlong argues deep into the night with his father, trying to get you released. I side with him, but the Emperor fears for his people. <laughs> uh, well, I can't fault him for that, given all that's going on in Azeroth today. Of course, that doesn't make what's about to happen to you any easier. I just hope you can forgive me, Shen. What do you mean, Honorable Kalman? So tell me, Thunder, do you always sit and play poker with your prison guards? Nah, it was go fish. Shed is a nice guy, though. I kind of figured you were soft on him when you apologized before I could even clock him. You know, I was just going to slit his throat. Why do you think I spoke up? I saw you. But of course, this begs a different question. Not that I'm not happy to see you, but how the hell did you know I was here? You big side of beef. I've been following you ever since you went to the consortium. You really think I'd let you deal with those con men alone? You, uh, ever s- Wait a second, did you see Serafina? Oh, her. Yeah. Well, she's alive. Um, sort of. Um, she sold you downriver on this deal, Thunder. I just tied her up from her own ceiling by her own ribbons, but not until after I stuffed a satin pillow in her mouth. <laughs> I wonder if they found her by now. Banzai! Thunderstep! I have come to free you, honorable cow. Oh. Hey, Panlong. This is Kasori. You had better not be one of those freaking pandas who tossed my friend in the cell here. No, no. Thunder saved my life. I have been arguing with my father to set him free until I could take it no more. I came here tonight to rescue him and escape from Pandaria. Escape? Wait, you want to come with us? I cannot abide by my father's isolationist dogma anymore. Besides, after what I have learned about the honorable dead little one from the scholars... You mean the dead little midget? Munchbug? Where is he? He is in the scholars building. Come, I shall show you. Whoa, 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 wait a second. I don't trust him, Thunder. If you know so much, Mr. Pandaren, then where's Onyx? Master, I have come to free Damn, I'm too late, aren't I? Honorable Dragon is right there, smart-ass elf lady. Don't make me pimp-slap, you fat boy. Onyx! Oh, by the Earth Mother, it's good to see you. Are you alright? I'm fine, Master. They had me locked up in a rather pretty temple. Um... Unfortunately, they really should not build walls of paper and then try to hold a dragon behind them. Fire! <sighs> so much for a silent and sneaky exit. When have Onyx and I ever done silent and sneaky? I have only known you for a short while, Honorable Cowman. And I am already inclined to agree with you on that note. Quiet you. Well, the fire will at least keep them occupied while we go get Munchbuck. Lead the way, Panlong. We're going after the midget ghoul? Thunder, I thought you had just wanted to know what it was, not actually care for it. Munchbug is my responsibility, Kasori. I love the little guy, and I'm not about to leave him to be dissected by fanatical pandas. No offense, Panlong. None taken. Follow me! Can our heroes make their escape from Pandaria intact? What will happen to Pan Long now that he has defied his father? What secrets are held within the hyperactive body of Munchbug? Does Kasori actually like Thunderstep? Um, 
Excuse me? Find out all this and more next time on Fishing in the Nether. Next time on Fishing in the Nether. The honored departed little one is in... here? Is it just me? Or does Munchbug have a talent for destroying buildings lately? Hi, Baba! Oggy! Ooh, pretty athlete! Bear! Ha 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 ha! Munchbug was playing with nice bear moves, but now he's hiding under the table there. Take it away! My brain hurts. Too ugly, but too damn cute! <laughs> Wee! Okay, now I'm scared of the little guy. Auntie Ed had herself a real-life boss fight. She did. She had herself a real-life boss fight up against one of the worst bosses you can find anywhere, in-game, anywhere. She went one-on-one with a dentist. Scary, no? However, due to this, I was unable to record emails with Big V when we had it scheduled. So, filling in again is none other than Angry Dwarf. I'm really sorry about this, guys. Really, I'm, I'm so sorry. We'll, uh, we'll make it up to you, I promise. And now it's time for everybody's favorite game show. Who the hell, Who the hell is, is this? this? That's right. And we get a call from somebody, and we don't know who the hell they are. So, here it is, and see if you can tell us who, who the, the hell, hell is this. I think we need some polish. I think we need to we need to, we need to work on our polish. I'll go get some polish. All right, off with you then. Yeah, while I'm out, you you go ahead and play that phone call. Right. Okay, and pressing the button now. Hi, Annie and Big V. Can you tell who the hell this is? Here's a clue. I'm not Sagan, and you know me. Shout out to Steve Collins, Corn, and Tipper, and the Off the Air Guild in general for being totally awesome. That was an impressive phone call. It was an impressive and challenging who the hell is this, but I think I've got a clue. Ah, and what's your clue, Dwarf? I think we know for sure there's one thing that we can be certain of, and that is that the caller was female. Okay, I'll go along with that. Yeah. There was subtleness. There was subtleness there that clued me in. You've got to have a keen ear for these things. You've got to have a really, really keen ear to pick up on uh, subtle clues like that. But a good challenge. Who the hell is this? Do we know right. who the hell it is? I have no idea who the hell this is. I'm gonna have to. Uh, I'm gonna have to mull this over. I'm gonna have to ruminate as a cow will, and uh, I from there. Yes, I, ruminate. I read somewhere that cows have four stomachs for ruminating. They do, they do, and uh, you should see the uh, you should see the food bill. It's horrid. Well, well, you're well equipped. You're well equipped to ruminate, and in the meantime, listeners can write in and see if they know who the hell, who the hell is, is this? this. So, we've got that out of the way. It's time for the reading of the email. All right, this now from Sagan. Sagan here. First off, I want to thank everyone from off the air for making me feel welcome. I've had a blast so far and hope to continue to go on more wild adventures. Now on with the email. 
So there I was, in a ratty basin battleground, building up some honour points. The horde wasn't doing so well at first, but then we slowly started to win here and there. After a very close win, I dove back in for another game. I was on a roll. I was feeling good. Sadly, it was a feeling that didn't last long. Oh, that's ominous. Indeed, I think I, there's foulness afoot. I, I can hear the music changing in the background, even though there's minor key. Yes. Aye, aye. Well, she continues. We were all waiting for the new game to start when a player started spamming "Go away" over and over again in chat. I think it was a Torin. Couldn't hmm. have been. We we don't top. Well, I'm only reading what she wrote here, anyway. anyway I'm just I'm just saying. It's yeah. a, it's her impression. It was a Torin. She thinks it was a Torin. Could have been. Did it scratch it? Did the did the text scratch its ass? I wonder. Re- reading between the lines here, I think I see absolutely nothing. Anyway, uh, okay. and, uh, moving along. Yes, uh, moving right along. Did you get? Oh, yeah, yeah, crafty one, you. Anyway, he was ignored since there didn't seem to be anything else he wished to add to that message. Just being annoying, I thought. When the game started, I made a beeline toward the blacksmith, which is my habit, to capture and defend. After a brief fight with the alleys, the blacksmith was indeed captured in good time and was well defended by me and three others. All seemed well until the go-away spamming came back. I continued to ignore it until I got a whisper saying... We are having a guild run. You don't belong here. Before I could respond, I was booted from the battleground. What the hell? How fair is that? I have nothing against grouping for a battleground, guild or otherwise. I actually encourage them. But that doesn't give them the right to boot me, or anyone else for that matter. It's not our fault their members didn't make it in. They should have grouped as a raid. I tried to message them back, but of course the player wasn't on my realm. I couldn't even use the shift click to get their guild info. So if your guild was on a battleground run in a Rathi Basin on September 29th around 11.30pm, and you were in the ruined battle group and had the audacity to boot players, which included me, out of said battleground, then I cursed your guild members to roll and level gnomes forevermore. A bit harsh, I know, but I am still pissed. This, wow. this, uh, I'd be pissed too. I don't blame her one, one, one. Yeah, but uh, roll and level gnomes? Ouch. This just, anyway. it, it only points up just how upset she was and still is, and again, I don't blame her. Yeah. That was remind right. Me to never, remind me to never piss off Sagan. I don't, don't, you cannot cross Sagan. You'll be, you'll be sorry for, for, I, I, Auntie, I feel the disembodied spirit of Auntie Ed poking my buttocks with a, with a trident. So I'll continue. This brings up a question. How does the booting system work in Battlegrounds anyway? I think there is an option to report someone, but I think only the raid leader can do that. If that is the case, do you think the raid leader in a battleground or anyone else should be able to have that power? I apologize for my rant. Strength and honor for the horde. And that was from Sagan. Never apologize for a rant. No, rants are a good thing. We like rants. That's what we're all about here. That's right. I've never had one, but I bet they're fun. I mean... (laughs) You know, the angry dwarfs rants are always a good time. 
I'm wondering what that would be like. But anyway, you should you should try a rant. You should try a rant. That was, was a nice raspberry sauce. That are great. They go down the treat. That oh, yeah. I don't know. The question about the battleground. Thing, I didn't. I didn't. I didn't know you could do that. I didn't. I didn't nor, think it was possible. Yeah, nor did I. And nor do I think that anybody in a battleground should have that kind of power, since it is since it's one of those things that's kind of out there for everybody. I don't think it's. Uh, yeah, that's no good. Not cool. Not no, cool at all. It'd empty out in, in, in a wink. You'd, you'd have empty battlegrounds because everybody would be kicking everybody else out. Well, and you'd have uh, it, it, the battlegrounds would be filled up with, you know, two asshats, one on each side, <laughs> you know, going after each other, yelling at themselves to, you know, we're so fail. You know, nobody wants to win. You know, God. I mean, I think uh, I've made my, I think I've made my feelings about those guys, uh, mm. battlegrounds, you know, abundantly clear. You know, I think they're a bunch of, oh God, just grass coleman chunks of bat spit. I was gonna say something like they're just a bunch of twats, but that's much easier to spell. It is. Yes. Yeah, I... <laughs> I, I'm, I'm a cow, you know. We like small words. Well, we, we, we fancy we, them as we do cud. But anyway, <laughs> uh, we do. We didn't know the answer to that, Sagan. Uh, but uh, thank you very, very much for writing in. And uh, if any of the listeners know what the answer to that is, or if in fact it's possible at all, please write in too. Yeah, absolutely. And Sagan, sorry you had that experience, but you know, unfortunately, it's going to happen again because the battlegrounds are inhabited by as more often than not normal people but there's always that one guy the one asshat that's doing that so you know just take the asshats with a grain of salt and yeah tell them they're an ass pop and uh see what happens then so anyway and, uh, yeah, there's, there's, there's even more emails to come and the next one uh i sit back relax and listen to big v read Yes, um, because Annie Ed can't get to me with the trident. So, we get one from Bandel who says, Dear Annie Ed and humongous gigantic Big V. Yeah, it's been a while since I've had one of those. I like that. I have a few shout-outs. I'd like to thank Death Chick, Pain, and Sagan. They all helped me out so much, and thanks to their bravery and ability to put up with my request, my priest is now level 22 and all geared up. Soon enough, off the air, we'll have another healer. Strength and honor for the Horde. Bandel. Well, you know, that's a good thing. It's awesome that off the air is going to have another healer because, you know, healers are like taxis and cops. You know, they never seem to be around when you need them. You can uh, never, you can never have too many healers. That's right. You can right. never have too many healers. Yeah, you can't. I mean, just kind of like you can't have too much mana or too much DPS. Hey, they're boons. Too much cowbell, for that matter. They're but a boon. They're a boon to your organization. They are. You know, that's that's good. It's like having you know a a good leveled up engineer. You know, it's just a good thing. And, well, and, no, not so much the engineers. Yeah, who cares? Anyway. Uh, <laughs> and an excellent shout-out there to Death Chick, Yuda Payne, and, and Sagan, uh, who we just heard from, of course, uh, for helping to make that happen. It's going to yeah. be excellent for you. Wonderful, wonderful thing to hear. Thank you, Bandel. Yeah, yeah thanks. 
And I'm going to sit here and uh, think pleasant thoughts as uh, the angry dwarf holds forth. Time time for more ruminating for you. You can ruminate while this one goes here. All right. <laughs> <laughs> Read the next email for you. Jerry Foss. Later, later on for the floss, you're, 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 you can use a bit of rope. That'll work fine. <laughs> Hola to the staff of For the Horde. Undelsol here with a call-out, that's call-out, for Alisara, the level 64 Draenei hunter on Nazgrel. I was playing my very dusty Death Knight, who was level 62 at the time. I had just taken Overlook out on Hellfire and went to go get some, I believe it was Fellblood. I saw this hunter getting killed by, like, 20 different things at once. And that I, can happen. That can happened. happen there. I very often and easily. Well, let's find out what Alisara did here. Uh, what the, oh, actually, Undelsol. Undelsol. Yes. Taking part yes. in this very story that he's conveying to us right now. I, being the good person I am, go get aggro on about three quarters of them and kill them, obviously helping her. Because of this, I need a bandage, so I use one on myself. At this point in time, I am still in PvP because I forgot to turn it off. So she decides to go and get honor off me. Nice of her, huh? Bitch. What kind of spirochete spit weasel rat bag will take advantage of a situation like that? You just pulled her bacon out of the fire. Alice, what is the name again? Alisara, A-L-I-S-S-A-R-A. Anyone seeing that? I know it. it thing. The man boggles. That's, yeah. that's, I'm choked with rage here. I'm choked with rage. Uh, you know, you know what to think of her. Well, that's it from my end, or at least all I can recall about things right now. Meh. Gotta get back to that one thing. I think it's called real life. Still have no idea what that is, though. Believe me, there's a lot of people that don't even play WoW that have no idea what that is. Thanks for giving me a place to about the faults of the Alliance for a couple of years, Undelsol. What a story. Seriously, that is ju that's just bad. I mean, good grief. It, may it makes you wonder, you know, what kind of people are playing this game? It brings me down. I know. Even lower than I am now, and that's a challenge. Yeah. Well, dude, I'm sorry that that happened to you. Uh, that's, that's bad stuff, and um, I think if you see... This Alisera again. Not only kill camp, camp and camp Modley, camp teabag, whatever you gotta do, <laughs> but do it with gusto and great aplomb because Alisera has so richly deserved such sorry treatment. Well, at the very least, she has earned the contempt and the disdain of all good players on the server that she's and, residing on. And particularly those of us at For the Horde Radio. I, when, Annie, when Annie Ed's back, I mean, I'm sure she's probably going to be spitting nails about this one. Well, thank you, Undelso. I recognize that, Undelso, Undelso. Yes, Undelso wrote a five-star review for the Gutter Skypes podcast. I remember that sounded familiar. Uh, excellent, wonderful. That's a good thing. And here, yeah. here he is writing in to For the Horde Radio to tell us about this awful thing that happened. Well, you're a better man for it. You're stronger. You got more character, and you're better than she is. But the next time you see her, kill her, camper, teabag, dance. There, and you have you have the cow's yeah. advice on that one. 
Yeah. All right. So, moving right along. Yeah, we get an email from Hurley who says, Hey, Annie, Ed, and Big V. Well, I finally dinged 80. Thank God. I've seen the most incredible WoW movie ever. It's called Tales of the Past 2 and 3. Before I get too much farther into the email, hey, grads on 80. That is no mean feat right there. Aye. Rock on for you. That's an accomplishment. Be proud of it. Indeed. And have fun leveling up your fishing or retiring to, you know, Nagran, Dragonblood, you know, wherever you might want to go. But, hey, enjoy. Tales of the Past 2 and 3. Both of them are very long. The number 2 is 40 minutes and number 3 is 89 minutes. Download it or watch it at warcraftmovies.com. You're going to love it. Also, he says, at Brewfest, I got the Brewfest Ram at first run and a mug that says my name. (laughs) That's pretty spiffy. You guys always say that Allie is bad on your server, but on my server, I think it's opposite. The most Allie guys I meet are good guys. That's my thought on that. Please continue with your show and make another roundtable. Those are the best. Hurley. Well, you know, that's uh, that's clocking in for some long... Uh, I'm assuming it's machinima. Uh, that's clocking in for some long machinima right there. I, I, uh, I went to look at... Uh, so far as quality goes, well, I went to look at it because I, I, I thought, well, what, you know, Hurley likes it. Maybe I'll like it too. I figured I'd, I'd check five or six minutes of it uh, just to see what it's like. 25 minutes later, I'm still watching the thing and I'm going to be late for something, so I had to shut it off. It is machinima. It is World of Warcraft, but I've got to tell you, it's quality stuff. I want to know about this mug. I want to know if I could get a hold of it. I mean, what does it do? He says he got a mug that says his name. Does he? Does he? Does he grab hold of it and fill it with L and and then set it down and it says Hurley out loud, or has it just got his name written on it? I don't know. I think either one of those would be pretty cool. I, I, I mean, I could. I'd rather have the one that you know said my name. I. But, but you know, if it just had my name on it, I mean, I could live with that too. Yeah, I, 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 I got an enchanted mug that just uh, when I slam it down on the table every time I take a sip of brew, it goes angry dwarf. I think that'd be a lot of fun. That would be that would be good. That would that would be very good. I mean, and it would. Uh, yeah, you know, I just can't think of th- many things cooler than that. I mean, there's the brewface, the brewfest maiden thing that will throw you beer. Apparently, mm-hmm. I've mm. got one, but I'm not level eighty yet. So I'll have to try that out. Then, mm. you know, I've got the the dancing drana of fire, which turns me into a dancing drana of fire, which also very cool. Sounds like it hurts. Well, it hurts on a couple of levels. You know, the fact that, A, you're on fire. B, you're turned into a drana female on fire. And B, and the third thing, really, that I think the drana female on fire is, well, no pun intended, but really hot. So, Thank right. you very much. <laughs> Thank you, Hurley, for writing in. Thank you. And off we go. And off we go. Oh, I do the next one. That's right. All right. I think I do. Yes, I do. Here it is. Yes, that's right. You go ahead to your cut. <laughs> and here we have an email from Kazar. Good morning. I wanted to write you and tell you that of Sunday night's adventures as there are a number of shout-outs to come of it. I logged in as I had heard of a map mod called Carbonite. And being a mod junkie, I wanted to check it out. While I was clicking here and clicking there and receiving very helpful advice from Jadur, Towermain asked if anyone wanted to go TOC. 
Sorry, that's go to TOC. Sorry to say, I did not even know what TOC was, other than table of contents, and I was pretty sure that was not the right choice, so I asked. I half expected it had something to do with the Argent tournament, and I am not very good at the riding around on a chicken and hitting things, so I was not sure I was going to get involved. Tower did confirm my suspicions, and I warned him that I was no better at riding around on a chicken and hitting things than I am at PvP. But someone said all I had to do was go stand on some NPC, so I decided to go, as it was a chance to do something new. It took a while to get a party together, but eventually Tower Main, Sagan, Death Knight, umlauts on the E and the A, an unnamed druid, started with a letter L, and it wasn't Luigi, but it seemed close, uh, and myself went into the tournament. When it was over, we had won the event, and I came out of there with my first two purple items. Woohoo! I want to say again a very large thanks to everyone for that run. It was a lot of fun, and I am really looking forward to going back and doing that again. And if you do not mind, Auntie Ed and Big V, here are my shoutouts to Tower Main for the invitation and for taking my undergeared inexperienced self on the run. To Death Knight with the umlauts for the advice on being a better DPS Death Knight. It is so very much appreciated. To the unnamed druid for great heals that kept me going until my inexperience got too much for her to handle. I deeply apologize for not remembering your name. And he put a little frowny face on his chicken scratch parchment paper. To Sagan for the advice, encouragement, and letting me need and my first two purple items. Strength and honor to you all, and may your ancestors be praised. Kizar. Member of Off the Air Guild. Well done. Excellent. Well deserved shout outs and a wonderful new experience for Kazar going into the Argent Dawn tournament. Yes. Good stuff. Good stuff. I still I still hadn't done any of that. I mean any of the 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 instance runs. And I'm looking forward to it. I think it's gonna be a really good time, but um haven't gotten there yet. So, I haven't hey. done it. I haven't done it either. But I've seen it done, and it does look like a great deal of fun and something people should try if they haven't yet. I include myself in that. So thank you very, very much, Kazar, for writing in and excellent to hear that story. Seriously. Woo. And here's an email from Mua, which honestly, that's really cool. It is. It's excellent. <laughs> yeah. Hello, Andy of the Ed, and if Big V has recovered from the bovine flu, then hello to him too. I have. Thank you very much. Mua here. It took I took a long break from WoW, as we all need to do from time to time. And after a five-month break, the storm clouds gather overhead, I have returned. Hmm. Well, in my own head, my return seemed more epic and important, but now that I top this out... Anyway, I've still been listening to the wondrous show that is For the Horde Radio. It just seems, it just keeps getting better and better, so kudos to the whole gang. I thought I would just drop this link off. Figured you may like it, since it's pro-Horde, and actually is one of the reasons I started playing again. When you get past the elite players who take themselves too seriously, a good community is the main factor of this game. So now I must leave to clean up from the 12 hours of oil painting and get what the kids call sleep. 
And thank you for bringing a chuckle and a grin to this Blood Elf's face every three weeks. Oh, and before I get, here is said link. And the link is there. And I assume that if uh, Annie Ed is uh, done killing us, she will put the uh, she will write the link in our blood on the webpage. Nice. And he says, thanks again for everything you and the gang do. And I always enjoy the times with Anim 5 filling in. Muah, the lady Blood Elf Rogue on Moonguard. Well, welcome back. Welcome back, Muah. And who the hell is Adam 5? I don't know. Some oh, guy. Never heard of him. No. Well, anyway. Muah, do you know the... We should probably look him up. Well, I should find out. Oh, I know, I know who it is. It's that, it's that sad... <laughs> it's the poor sap who goes around trying to convince people he's got an entire brain. But the pronunciation of Muah... <laughs> That's interesting. It could either be, uh, it could either be moi, or it could be what your grandmother says when she hangs up with you, like moi, and it say goodnight be. to the kids. Moi. That's yes. It reminds me of. I'm, I'm done. Moi. I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna talk anymore because that was a foolish, stupid thing to say. <laughs> All right. Yes, the link is there. It's a YouTube video, and it's uh, very entertaining. It, uh, it, it, it's the song. It's, it's a song that. Um, it's a uh, horde for life. Horror for Life is the song, and, and it goes, arr, arr, arr. Oh, dear. I'm just picturing all the listeners uh, ripping their headphones off and pouring vinegar down their ear canal to wash out what they just heard with, with uh, what I uh, tried, to, tried to sing for a second. I won't do it again, I promise. Excellent, then. All right, excellent. Wonderful, and thank you, uh, Mua, for writing in. And welcome back, as as Big V said. This next email up here is from Rakagi, and it reads as follows. Dear Auntie Ed and her pet V. Hey. Oh, dear. I didn't write that. That's what's, I, that's not, that's it's, it's what's written here in front of me. Her I didn't say pet it. pet V. Pet. I'm a pet now. That's what it says there. I, uh... Oh, oh, the humanity. I'll just listen. If I read through it real fast, then um, then it'll be over. Not sure I can continue now. But yet, here you go. Plug your ears up. I'll just read. I am re-listening to episode 32 where you were talking about the quests where you infiltrate the undead place after you find the necklace. I'm not sure if you knew, but this is actually a follow-up quest from when you help the troll leader guy out and become his brother or sister with blood. Which is why he trusts you so easily. This quest line actually traumatized my pally, who now really, really hates the Lich King. The first time she did it. Best of luck to you, for Pony, Rakagi. For Pony, that'll be a Richard fan then, if I'm reading that correctly. That's that's only for us really uh, hip and smart in the people who follow. Uh, looking for group but uh i there a little clar- a clarification and backstory and um more detailed information on a specific quest that auntie ed had mentioned and i think big v is still doing a slow burn over the very first line of the email so i'll just say thank you very much rakagi for for writing in and uh try and stay out of big v's way for a while uh, uh and uh just for a while Moo! Moo, damn it, moo! Okay, I'm better now. I I can't put it better than that, so uh, I'll sit back and listen to the next one. Pet V, my big old butt. It's what you wrote there, I didn't write it. I just, I'm, I'm just... You know, you know, 
Way to bring the realism there, but <laughs> no, no. Pet V. I wasn't thinking. I Pet V. Crap. No, really. Hey, Rikagi, love you, mean it. But Pet V. Ow. Hey, that was a that was a tad harsh. That was. <laughs> right, a tad a wee bit harsh then. <laughs> Rather like wiping your arse with sandpaper, it was. <laughs> Hearts of oak are men, yeah, sure. Bums of leather, ground glass. <sighs> I see so, the fit. Anyway, the I, I, did I just channel you there? That was a little odd. Uh, here, I'll here I'll do you. Moo. How was that? Close. I'll work on it. Close. That was actually a little scary. The trident pitchfork thing is coming out again. I think we better move on. And moving along. So, we get an email from a name I can't pronounce. Oh, well. <laughs> Adelai, a level 20 troll hunter, and Branigan, a level 80 blood elf pally. Hey, rock on, Bran. Bran, you rule. Anyway, any Ed. You rule even though you didn't mention me in the uh, salutation there. Just saying. This shout-out just goes to show you that not all alliance are bad. I'm currently on a PvP realm, so as I'm sure you know, when I enter contested territory, I'm automatically flagged. Well, I took my fresh-to-level-20 troll hunter to Stone Talon Mountains to start questing. I was minding my own business, killing grim totems for my quest, and I see out of the corner of my eye a night-elf druid riding by on his nightsaber. I hover my mouse over him and notice he's level double question mark to me. I calculate him to be a level 80 based on the amount of hit points he had. Ooh, I just said hit points, didn't I? That's taking me back. Anyway, shortly <laughs> after I am me, he slows down, turns around, and starts to follow me for a bit. I check to make sure my pet's on defensive because I don't want my spider to go attack him, causing a definite gank, I'm sure. After a few kills, I stop what I'm doing and stand there because it's obvious he's going to keep following me, and I think, oh great, here comes the ganking. I was so expecting to have to quit questing for the night. Well, he cast Cyclone on me, to which my persona... Move your hand and put the paper up to the light. You're reading your thumb. Oh, okay. That's what it was. He casts Cyclone on me, to which my spider proceeds to attack him. I quickly put him into passive, which stops him from attacking the druid. Then the night elf slash tickles my pet. I think, okay, what the heck. Then he slash pets my pet. So I slash wave at the druid and slash bow and slash salute as if to say, please, oh great night elf, spare my love and let me just get my quest done. He slash waves back and tells me to slash wait. He walks over to the cluster of grim totems that I was killing and points at one. Okay, I think. Is he going to help me? So, still half expecting a stab to my back once I continue fighting quest mobs, I shoot my bow at the mobs and the druid, and the druid kills it off. I shoot another grim totem and druid kills it. So, he's actually helping me kill this camp of grim totems. So, I'd like to give a big shout out to Theragon, a level 80 night elf druid in the guild ATM guild on the venture company realm for helping me with that quest and showing me that there are still some really, really cool people out there on both sides of the world of Warcraft. Adelai, level 20 troll hunter, and Branigan. 
Level 80 Blood Elf Paladin. That's a cool story. I've never had that. I've never really had that experience with um, any of the alliance. Any of the alliance, and I'm not one who you know runs around you know being vitriolic. But I've just never. Yeah, most of the alliance that I've run into are really kind of you know ass pops. And um, hey, it just, says at the top of the email, it says it says it 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 it, 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 it says to show us that all alliance are not bad. First of all, I know that all alliance are not bad, and and for the horde radio have, has never said that all alliance are bad. It's only no. implied it very heavily. That's all. Never actually comes right out and says it. And aside from that, this is just the kind of thing I like to hear. One player helping another. Yeah, that's good stuff. You get locked in a situation where you're both in danger, or even just one of you is in danger, and you team up and you put your heads together, and if you can't get through the wall, then somebody casts uh, a diamond hardness on your teeth, and then you chew through the wall, or the alchemist comes up with a dynamite, and you set a charge, and you blow the wall up, or you hack it out with your axe until you can get through, and the two of you work your way through the problem until you get to the bastards that put you in there, and you kill them over and over and over again. It's like a World War II movie with Lee Marvin and Mako stranded on a desert island. Yes. That was eloquent. Wasn't it, though? Well put. Yeah. I like Move. that story. Yeah. Well done. Excellent story. And very glad to hear that. Yes. Groovy stuff. Groovy, groovy. Find any decent uh, alliance on our server, you know, point them out to me as we run by them because, you know, I'll, I'll wave. Aye, I'll, mo- I'll, I'll move at them. Yeah. Here we go. This is how it reads. Dear Auntie Ed and Big V. That's starting out well. Here we go. Indeed. Stupid, (laughs) stupid freaking blizzard. Even better. (laughs) Damn marketing department milking their customers for all they're worth. I don't believe. This is amazing. This is art. It's like they're reading their minds, eh? Uh, uh, I don't believe this. Ten dollars. They're charging ten whole dollars to switch the text floating above my little warlock alt. It'll take them, what, all of half a minute to, to edit the code? Actually, they don't need to edit the code. It'll take a split second. The code's already written. Blizz is already getting 15 a month times 14 million, and they want ten dollars for that. Sorry, just needed to vent about Blizzard's not-so-hidden greediness. I still can't believe $10 for pixel changes. I could get another solid symbol and put it up next to my dragon head and Egyptian scarab, which are the best decor in my room for that. This just became my favorite player. This just became my absolute favorite for the Horde listener. <laughs> yeah, uh, I, and I mean, I, I'm liking it just because I'm having to wipe all the spleen off my face. This is awesome. Aye. <laughs> uh, so, yes, uh, sol- for $10, he could have gotten a solid symbol. I should continue with the email. Uh, <clears throat> anyway. Which by, which, by the way, your solid symbols are very cool. I've seen them on the website. Well, thank you. Thank yes, you very much. rock on for you. I do enjoy making them, and I hope people enjoy displaying them. Solid symbols, timeless shapes, lasting gifts. Anyway, in but <laughs> Avail- <laughs> available for, <laughs> available for purchase at at www.solidsymbols.com. Anyway, in better news, Glarthen is almost to epic flying, sitting with 3K gold from the tournament dailies, and I found a great way to make a quick chunk of money. 
by basically trading 10k honor for 200 gold by selling uncut epic gems from the jewel crafting quartermaster in the hall of legends in trade chat sorry for ranting about the obvious but blizz's expensive services are getting ridiculous a belated grats on two years and hope you guys go for a long time you guys are Lochnarod legendary for the horde Lochtar, ogar glarthin the argent champion well wrote glarthin thank you very yeah. much Indeed, good stuff. Thanks for sending that in. Because um, I live under a stone, apparently. I'm not really sure what he's talking about. Although I love I love the spleen. I love where your head's at. And just the anger seeds. I mean, you're like a young James Dean there. Mm. <laughs> you know, there's, really. There's a, that's cool. There's a rebel with a cause. He's got a cause. Indeed. I was thinking more along the lines of a you know giant, you know. Mm. Yeah, but you know that's good stuff. Now I think we're showing our age. <laughs> uh, yes, I think we are. Well, the whole thing about ten dollar ten dollars to change the name. You know, I, I'm I'm I'm. First of all, this is my absolute favorite for the Horde Radio listener. I can't I can't deny it because of what you wrote in there, but. Uh, I, I, I'm not so. I'm not really so sure that it's the ten dollars that Blizzard wants so much as not having um, a few uh, a few million people change their name every other day. I think it was really more of a method to put some kind of a governor on the train, some kind of a throttle on the valve, uh, uh, if you know what I'm saying. Yeah, you know, and that as much as I hate to say it, that's probably right. I mean, it doesn't become real until you attach some and until you attach money to it. Otherwise, you're gonna. Otherwise, you're gonna have, you know, really, you're gonna have these doofuses who will do all. Who are gonna ninja, you know, guild, you know, guild, uh, guild loot, guild banks, raid loot, whatever, and then turn around and you know, they're gonna change their names to try mm. and escape. So at least that's kind of my take on it. And while, I, on the one hand, I don't think that. I don't think it's a bad idea to charge for it. It does it it does great because I mean really, how hard is this? Is there somebody that's actually doing I mean, is there some dude at Blizzard that, you know, you know, your request comes in, you know, a bell rings over his desk and he has to start typing? No. I mean, it's no. done. I mean, it's a boom. It's done. Okay, yeah, your pixels are pixelated and depixelated, you know, like they've gone through a transporter, and boom, you're somebody else then. It takes, what, a nanosecond, but they make you wait because they want you to think that there's that guy down in the basement with the bell over his desk. I think that attaching a monetary value to it is going to cut down on some of the trivial some of the trivial people and really just kind of policing, you know, the numb nuts out there that are just going to use it as a dodge. I, they just want to keep it from being abused. That it, it's a, it's a thing I think that's put in, not, not because of players that want to do a simple change like you do, but for players that are going to make use of it in a bad way. And very, very often they don't want that to happen. I think. Yeah, probably so. But you know what? Still at, uh, it's a bar under your saddle, I can tell. And, you know, like I said, love the spleen. Keep bringing it. It's awesome. Aye. Aye. It, reminds me, it reminds me of my first episode when I was just mad as hell at everything. Keep the passion. 
It's good That's for you. Right. It Helps is. You get up in the morning. That's right, and make sure to take uh, some sort of uh, some sort of agent for the dyspepsia that will ensue. Trust me, <laughs> I know. <laughs> All right, I sit back now. My turn to sit back. I'm not sure I want to read this. Oh dear. <laughs> yeah, all right. Ed's had to read so many of mine. I can do this. Okay, center and go. Hey, Annie, Ed, and Big V. I recently used Blizzard's new faction change service. $30 is way too much. Hey, everybody's bringing the money tonight. I would just like to say that I'm loving the Horde. My new main, Orgrosh, previously Rafardian. Now, you could have some fun with that name. You really could. <laughs> But tonight, we won't. But tonight, but tonight <laughs> we're not. There will be no fun head with that name tonight. Hey, discipline. Uh, discipline is the order yes, of the moment. Yes, yes, laser, laser. <clears throat> is now level 53 and is looking forward to Outland. You know, hate to disappoint you, but if you hadn't been out there, it's like getting a prostate exam from King Kong. Oh, not a lot of fun. But, you know, it's a means to an end to get you to Northrend. Enough said about that. And the very ugly visual that went with it. So, since moving to Horde, I've made two more Horde characters, and using Recruiter Friend, I now have a level 30 Hunter and a level 30 Madge. Great work with the show. Happy anniversary for the Horde. Orgosh, Azun, EU. Loving that. That's well good stuff. Yeah. Aye. Aye. And loving that you're listening to us in, in the EU. That's cool. Europe, a European just, Union server. You, you can't do better than that. That's, that's yeah. That's just. I, I love hearing from you know listeners from you know the far front, far flung reaches of uh, the globe. That's just coolness. I love it. It's, you guys rock. For the Horde Radio is international. It's it's yeah. got it's got global global influence. Yeah, that's right. And which kind of makes me think. How the hell do you guys hear about us? <laughs> There's a stumper, it, that one. Uh, it's geez. a mystery. Well, yes. thank you. Thank you very yeah, much. Thanks. thanks. Glad, you're enjoying, glad you're enjoying the horde. And, um, way to roll a madge. We don't have enough madges. But I digress. And Moving I do along. Hope, I do hope you... <laughs> Moving yeah. along, yes. Hi. Here we go. <laughs> Here's the next one. Laser, what you said. What, uh, whatever that... Here we go. Hail! Hail! This 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 person says, "Hail, Auntie Ed, troll huntress, whose aim is always true. Big V, lord over the plains of Mulgore, Zog, warlock, under who Valanius would be privileged to apprentice, Grandmaster Z, whose mods could perfect WoW, and Thunder, the Death Knight with strength that could match Arthas himself. I'd like to give a shout out to Driarana." Wispy, Lidan, and the rest of the Defenders of the Night Guild for convincing me to stick around and for being such great friends. That's Valanius, also known as Oran. That's what the shout-out receivers would know him by. So shout-out receivers, you just got shout-outs from Oran, and he writes into us as Valanius, and well done. That is cool. You know, we all kind of have those moments where you you get to the point where you're like, oh, God, do I, do I log in or do I go crochet, you know, <laughs> steel wool underpants, you know? 
Should I play World of Warcraft or shall I go sit in the corner and polish these Hummel figurines? I don't know. <laughs> and then you get some friends like Drearana, Wispy and Lidan and the whole of the Defenders of the Night Guild and they say, stick around, have some fun with your friends. There's somebody to talk to here. You can do good things. Sometimes you do need a break from the game. Sometimes just to have a little nudge in the direction of playing uh, and having a fun time with your friends. That'll keep you in and that's enjoyable too. Yeah, and the humble figurines will always be there. That's true. They're just they're just gonna collect more dust later on. You might as well. I know, but they're su- that's such a good investment, though. Really, <laughs> they are. Just uh, just for the record, it wasn't Valanius that mentioned the humble figurines. That was all. Uh, that was, yeah, uh, that was uh, that was all you, and that's okay. That's all right. And I kind of I kind of took I kind of picked it up and ran with it, but no, we know. <laughs> well, don't, we don't want him. You don't want him associated with the with the because he didn't say. No, because it's okay that we're associated with it. But that's all right. Ours. Yes, that's yeah. okay. So we get a mailhawk from who? From Moonhog. And he says, hey, bunny loving Annie Ed and bunny stomping Big V, this is Moonhog sending you a mailhawk. I got my gear back. Finally, I can kick some serious ass again, and it feels great to have all my gold back, too. I got three gnome coin purses full. I got my epics as well, so I'm starting. So I've started heroics again, also. But like I promised the alliance, there was a carnage and stormwind. On my birthday, I snuck in and started to kill everything inside the buildings. One shot in the bread, bitch, and all kinds of vendors, trainers, and auctioneers. Whoa! <laughs> you go get that bread, bitch. Snotty Charlotte. Oh. I'll tell you, just, just done. Un- ass grabbing trollop she is yeah and a few level ladies before they could call for help or beg for mercy i just like it that you one shot of the bread bitch good for <laughs> good for you i never met the woman i'll reserve judgment i think i'll just say mute on this one <laughs> i haven't been up to much else still waiting for the cataclysm patch to erupt and change the world of warcraft guess that's all for now for the horde damn it moonhawk very nice. Now, is that actually going to be a picture? Is it going to be an expansion? I was thinking it was going to be an expansion. Well, here, here you go. Picture, uh, picture of the two continents of, of Azeroth as they were known for the longest time. Mm-hmm. Uh, think, think of them as, uh, as, as um, uh, marbles on, on, a, on a couple of plates. Now mm-hmm. take the plates and and jog them up and down and smash them smash them together and set them on fire and then let the fire go out. The cataclysm, the cataclysm I'm talking about. No, I get the cataclysm, but is it a patch or is it an expansion? I mean, definitely cataclysm is something that will unpatch the world of Warcraft, obviously. But is oh, it going to be think, some? I think they're going to sell it in the boxes in the stores. Yeah, that That's would be awesome. Uh, and, something in expansion. Yeah. I'm also willing to bet that uh, Moonhawk has a crush on the bread-selling woman. I th- you know, I'm tending to think the bread-selling woman has probably rebuffed his advances. That's probably what Thus happened. Thus leading I... to some bitterness. I... I think he curses the yeast she bre- she bakes with. There's, yes, I, what you said. Indeed. I got the Miller's Tale for you right here, bread bitch! <laughs> How do you how do you do how do you asphyxiate with a Scottish accent? <laughs> <laughs> All right, I think. Uh, uh, well, thank you, Moonhawk, for the Mailhawk. 
Well, 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 Rot. Sorry that you were that upset, but I'm glad you got it out of your system. Perhaps I should go on to the next one. Off I go then. Here it is. Off it... you go then. I, it's written thus, right here on the parchment. I am a proud and active member of the Alliance, Captain Aquarius of Feathermoon. I was referred to your podcast by a close friend, and I'm infinitely interested in it. Your podcast is so endearing that I often find myself holding down the ventrilo hotkey just to offer my input as you talk, much to the confusion of my raid mates. While much of your podcast is anti-alliance, and much of it well-deserved, mind you, I find boundless truth and honesty in every word you speak. I am wading through your volumes. I must attest to your stamina. Our and some podcasts would kill me. From the first airing, and don't intend to stop until I'm up to speed. I'm not sure if by the time this gets to you, you will have discontinued the shout-outs or call-outs, but it's a concept that I want to be a part of. I don't have any contributions offhand besides my thoughts. One of your possible, and it's signed here, one of your possibly many Alliance fans, Captain Aquarius, Stormwind Guard. Well writ. Captain Aquarius and I, there are many, many Alliance fans of For the Horde Radio, and shout-outs and call-outs, as you have well heard up to now, uh, are of course continued and an integral part of the show. Indeed. Not, they are not only operative, they are encouraged. So, uh, yeah. Hey, glad you found the show, and um, uh, glad you're enjoying it. Sometimes I've uh, held down the hotkey and Gotten material, actually. <laughs> so, yeah, good, uh, good on you for writing in, and uh, hey, give us a give us a call with uh, shout outs, call outs anytime. You can call, you can write, we'll put you on. So, indeed, thanks so. again. And don't yes. let your raid mates don't let your raid mates be confused. Just tell them you're listening to the For the Horde Radio and give them the link and send them our way, and maybe they'll uh, understand what it is you're, you're you're talking about. Yeah, and if the, and if they don't, if they scoff at you, then damn them for the wankers they are. Bye. Send them to the bread bitch and find. <laughs> send them to the bread bitch, a yeasty trollop. Set them up for an ambush by Moonhawk. They'll That's right. They'll throw a damn mailhawk at him, and that'll be that. So I forgot the question. What uh, <laughs> that was the question Captain is, right? And the the question is: Will Annie Ed ever let us do this again? We know I don't the think answer. We know the that. answer to that. <laughs> I, we know the answer to that already. So uh, I'll just sit back and uh, let you proceed with the next uh, chicken scratch on parchment letter. Yes. So, hello everyone at For the Horde Radio. This is, and I'm not going to say the name because I don't know if this is a real name, which we kind of shy away from on this show, uh, or if it's a, an actual character's name with a last name. But, says he is formerly known as Shishkebobby, your other undead warlock. Yes, I'm still undead and still a warlock, but I found my lower jaw, but that is a story for another time. I've jumped servers. Yes, I'm no longer on Draenor server. I'm now on Kill Jaden, which is a PvP server, and I've done the leveling thing on a PvP server before, and I will never do that again. But, I'm 80 and almost all in epics, and I'm good 
and with some good friends and a good guild as well. I did Brewfest for the first time this year and had a blast. Besides trying to get the mounts, I saw them both drop in the same run, but never did get one. Blizzard needs to work on fixing this item dropping crap that's useless to the ones in the group. At any time, after taking down the brew boss, did you go and check out that band that was in the bar in the instance? If you cheer for the lead singer, you get a stat buff. It's nice just before you fight the boss. No, actually, I didn't cheer the singer, but I managed to aggro the entire freaking room. <laughs> oh, dear. I bet that ended in tears. <laughs> actually, it wasn't that bad. I had taken down about half of them before uh, my guildies realized, holy crap, V just Leroyed the entire room. <laughs> Oh, so it was a happy accident. It was. You know, there was death, there was destruction, you know, wacky fun. And you laughed uh, about it and you talked about it and then everyone punched you in the mouth. <laughs> pretty much. He continues on saying, I'm normally traveling with a druid that can be in feral cat form, ripping things to shreds, or in tree form, keeping the group alive. A priest, that is, killing things alongside of me in shadow form, or just like my druid friend, keeping everyone alive. And a warrior that's a great tank. We can usually be seen causing chaos and honors hold in Hellfire. There is a non-elf druid named Wreath that has it in for me and my friends, but usually ends up dying. If you see him, take him down at least once. It's fun. Well, now it's time for me to talk about my alliance tune I've gone back to playing. Yes, I'm back to playing my level 55 human rogue for the fact that my friend was wanting to do some RP and I really wanted to do some RP as well. I miss it, and the people on the PvP server just are not role players, and my friend wanted to play Alliance. It's not that bad right now. The RP server we're on is a good server. It's called Sentinels. I've not started any RP yet, but that's okay. I've been working on my rep with the Night Elves for the Tiger Mount. And I'll not be going for that one tiger that you mentioned on your last show. But just thought I would write in and give an update on what I've been up to. Well, that's all for now, and this has been your other undead warlock, Shishka, I mean, blank blank. Alright. You know what it's great you know what's great to hear about this? What's great to hear about this is that he made a change and it turned out well for him. It turned out he's with a, he's, he's with friends, he's with a good guild, and he's having a good time after having switched from one server to another. And that's just that's a good thing to hear. It's nice to get positive news once in a while. It is because, you know, anytime you switch servers, it's very much a roll of the dice. You don't really know what's going to happen. I don't know. The you know, economies are different. The faction wars are different. You know, it's just um, you're never really quite sure what you're stepping into. But I think it's it's a good thing that um, it's been a positive experience. You know, that's that's good because God knows we're all going to get ganked at some point. Um, mm. So it's good. So it's nice to have good stuff to be able to fall back on. So uh, after that little bit of sunshine. I'm going to turn back into a crabby old cow. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Wait, if, seriously, if you... I almost started singing the Age of Aquarius there. Don't do that. Take take a drink or something. Put your head between your knees and breathe deep, and you'll get over it in a second. And so, This okay. is the dawning of the Age of Aquarius. Okay. So, all right. All right, now I'm going to pour vinegar down my own ear canal. <laughs> or oh, just kidding, you've got a lovely cow bovine singing um, mooing voice there. It's wonderful, it's wonderful. 
ruminate some more, I'll read this next email. Hey, Auntie Owen, it's by Harashabi. Hey, Auntie Ed and Big Bovine Stomping Ball of Fluff V. It's Harashavi again. Well, as you know, I have a near level 80 pally on the Alliance side. She got past Wrathgate a while back, but for all of you Strictly Horde players, I thought I'd fill you in on how it goes. No. No, we really... No. (laughs) No, 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 no. (laughs) It's, It's in our best interest to know as much as we can about how things go on all over the place. Knowledge is power, remember that. So let's find out. Here we no, go. No, a big two-handed sword is power. Titan's grip, where you can dual wield two-handed weapons, that's power. Knowledge? No, knowledge just means you got to wear sweatpants and a comfy t-shirt and stand at the back of the raid. Well, to, to, to be perfectly honest with you, that doesn't sound half bad. But <laughs> I, I'll, I'll just. Well, you know, this. now that you now that you mention it. <laughs> I'll relay what uh, what it was that Harashavi um, wrote here, and it is as follows. As usual, you do the quest line, which is pretty much the same on both sides. Kill a few dragons, ask the dragon queen for help, etc. It's where we raid Undercity, where it gets interesting. Our forces include Jaina Proudmore, King Varian Rin, and Magnethal Bearwalker, or whatever that druid quest giver for the Alliance's name is. Uh, before the raiding, talk with King Rin. He detests the idea of siding with the Horde, but agrees on one thing, to take back Lordaeron. Only this time, it is for himself. Jaina teleports you and herself to Ogramar to meet Thrall and Sylvanas. You talk about raiding plans and the hot-headed King Rin. You then get teleported to the back entrance of Undercity, where you get the quest from Mr. Rarewalker. Jaina casts Improve the Brilliance Aura, which makes you regain mana like a hurricane, and we walk toward the back entrance. We being King Rin, Jaina, and you. We fight tons of abominations while heading to the Apothecarium. Midway, King Rin stops to examine an orc body and goes off on his hate of the Horde. We get to the center of the Apothecarium, where we indulge in an absolutely gruesome battle with the Apothecary Society leader. The undead guy with the mask in the cinematic. I forgot his name. When it's over, King Rin hears the Loktar Ogar of Thrall and his Kolkran and rushes to kill them all in the royal chamber. They fight each other for a while, yelling at one another, when Jaina freezes you and them and interrupts the battle. You get lectured and teleported back to your main city, Stormwind. There the quest ends after King Rin declares complete destruction of all the Horde. Not very nice, is it? Well, there you have it. The Alliance Wrathgate. Uh, By the way, thanks for the tips on Warcraft 3. No, uh, I didn't use it for every level, just the ones that were too tough to beat on your own, such as Under the Burning Sky. May my name be true. Harashabi, the flippin' fisherman. Well wrote, Harashabi. That is, you know what? Uh, without reading further, I thought yeah, it was just going to be, you know, okay, let me spoil Wrathgate for anybody out there who uh, <laughs> has not been into it. But you know what? That was coolness. I have wondered what Wrathgate would be like for the Alliance, and now I know. And it brings me to a question. And once again, I thank you, Harashavi, from the bottom of my bovine little heart for... Uh, 
putting this in because it's coolness. But the question is, and Dwarf, maybe you can help me out with this. If I don't Who? know the answer, I'll make it up. Good. Good. I, was, I would expect nothing less. Hmm. Who is the bigger asshat? Garage Hellscream or King Varian Wren? I, I, I think you I mean, you put those two, you put those two in the Thunderdome. Who comes out? You know, you know, the biggest jackass survives. Which one's walking out of there? Well, here's the problem. In my opinion, if you're looking for my opinion, I'll give it to you. And here it is. They're both overprivileged bastards that get other people killed. That's all okay. I have to say about the matter. Uh, there you go. Bastards. They're yeah. both asshats, and they and they and they both are overrated, big bags of wind, and it uh, and it, it just uh, puts my knickers in a twist. I can tell you that. Duh. And your dickers are probably mad at a plate, which is bad. It's cool. And if they're in a twist, eh. here I'm, I'm going to go back to you know a question. Uh, this raises the question of you know something that you brought up moons ago uh, oh in one of your segments. Why would he even want Lord of Run back? The Undercity is a sewer. Well, it's totally ruined now. It's totally I mean, ruined. Hell, I mean, hell's bells. They couldn't even pay the stonemasons for Stormwind. Well, I, I can give you a clue at least. I can give you a little bit of a clue. It okay. can be repaired. It can be recovered. It can be cleaned up and made defendable again and a nice place. But do you think for one second, do you think from day one, he's going to even pick up a rag? Do you think he's going to grab a bucket and start emptying any of that green goo out of the place? No, he's going to be on the other continent talking to other people about what a great uh, big conqueror he is for having gotten it back. While other people clean up the mess and try and make it nice again. I've got you should see my face right now. It's like oh someone jammed a lemon in it and 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 wiped salt across my eyes and I don't want to talk about him anymore. Well, you know, it's a visual that's going to stay with me and I'm backing away slowly. <laughs> so it's uh, not to spook you or anything, you know. Uh, before you go into a dwarf rage. No, no, no. I, I, I've got that. I'm, I'm already done with that. You just, but it is wise for you that you never want to be near a dwarf when the when the spleen is about to be vented. Indeed, seriously, that's face melting spleen right there. Uh, so, so I think we got one, one, uh, one final. There's another email here. I think it's the last one. Yeah, and it's a secret email. It's a stealth email. As it were. Hi. That's right. We don't know who the hell it's from. And this mystery person writes, Hello all. First of all, love the show. Can't wait to hear more. Well, that's good, because more is coming. Uh, second, I'm a deep undercover horde. Would love to tell you my name and server, but it would blow my cover. I have two 80s working on a third. Yes, the Alliance sucks, but besides that, they do get an easier time leveling and rep rewards. I know. I've checked. Once again, Blizzard's favor in the alley shows up. Anyways, love the show. Keep it up. Oh, yes. And now that we can faction change, once I get geared and leveled, I take my, I'll take all my allies and change them to the Horde. For the Horde. All right. Well, good stuff. Well, it's, it, it explains a bit. Deep undercover. That explains no inclusion of any names. We have no idea who, uh, who, who it's from. That's Signed, right. unsigned. Uh, I guess there's under, uh, we can understand. Perhaps when he comes over to the Horde side, he can let us all know who he was. 
Indeed, you know, I mean, I'm sure the next le- the next email we get will uh, just get some instructions as to you know go sit on a park bench and uh, at a certain time of day and reach under. You wear, know, a, past wear a the carnation. Third, <laughs> yeah, wear a carnation. Reach past the third piece of bubble gum to the left, and there'll be something there for you. And there's the email. Uh, so, you know, hey, glad you wrote in. Glad you're enjoying the show. And, hey, bring your geared up guys to the horde. Hey, and any of your you friends that you're working with that are too, too afraid to write in and uh, uh, don't, don't want to risk getting their covers blown, bring them over to the horde as well. What am I saying? I'm Alliance. I'm not supposed to be saying things like that. Well, that was one excellent set of emails again. Yes, it was. And thanks to everybody for writing in. We appreciate it. Remember, you can always write to us. Uh, you can write to Annie Ed at FTHradio at gmail.com. You can write to me at biggestv at gmail.com. And um, there are some other addresses that I just can't remember right off the top of my head, but they're on the website. The only reason I can remember Annie Ed's is because, well, I get emails about how I need to cut my rants down. <laughs> <laughs> and, how to, and how I should really stop going off during the email segments. So <laughs> I've seen enough of those that you know I can remember her email. We've all got email addresses. Look at the website. Write us. We'll read your stuff. Thanks to the Angry Dwarf for sitting <laughs> in for the very uh, for the very under the weather Annie Ed and our sickly radio station of sickness. Hope she gets better soon and uh, and that everything will be fine, dandy, and all right. And it's been my pleasure. You're most welcome. Uh, look to do it again someday. Ah, if any, it'll let us. <laughs> Hell no. <laughs> <laughs> well, Big V forgot quite a few emails there, didn't he? You can email Grandmaster Z at GrandmasterZ at GMX.com, Thunderstep at Charter.net, and zogabxp again with his new email of zogabxp at hotmail.com our call in line 206-888-3130 and as big v mentioned all of these can be found on our website which he did not give out and our website address is www.forthehorderadio.com we thank you very much for downloading and listening to our spooky, scary Halloween, oops, sorry, Hollow's End, episode number 41 of For the Horde Radio. And we will return in three weeks for another candy bucket loving, sickly staffing, T boned by the bread bitch episode of. <laughs> Now, what kind of moves are we going for here? Well, give me give Rick, me my inspiration. What's give me your inspiration. Yeah. Um, you're a Torin sitting on a bust of Hogger. Yeah, Hogger, you say? Yes. Yes. Yes, yes. Hogger. Uh, <laughs> 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 Do we have any healthy staff on this show? <laughs> oh, oh.
Oh, but you, you don't want low-level warlock glyphs there. You only want the higher ones, the, level, the ones that level 50 or above. Let me re-record that part. Fishing in the Nether, show six. Shen's lines. Ha! As the poor man hungers, you too shall be, you know, fuck. I, I, I couldn't even dream of killing her. I, I, I shot in her direction once at someone she knew, and uh, by the time she got through with me, I ended up in her house underneath one of the legs of her table to keep it from wobbling. Just read the damn email. <laughs> <laughs> Read the f***ing email, Jesus Christ. <laughs> you got to leave that in. You've got to leave that in. I have to get in the mood for the voice. And we sing, we sing the song. I like the singer and the moon and the juna and the springer. I like the singer. About the meat and you and the skies are blue. Now take the plates and, and jog them up and down and smash them, smash them together and set them on fire and then let the fire go out. What the f*** did that have to do with anything? <laughs> I don't know, but it was good. I kind of liked it. I'm not really sure, but, you know, it was kind of cool. Okay, Fishing in the Nether, show six, Pan Long's Lines. Uh. And no, that's not one of his lines. Let me uh, clarify that for you. Uh, TOC stands for Tit of Cow. Ah, I, 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 I wasn't sure. It was either that or the other thing. Yes. Kill me. Please, kill me. <laughs> Boy, it hurts that, me to say that. That was a whole segment that's just going to get edited right out. That was awesome. Thank <laughs> Well, so, pace, pace, pace. So, if you'd like to hear what Annie Ed sounds like when she's in hell, <laughs> sit down. Oh, I'm not supposed to oh. laugh at that. I am so oh. going to pay. How to put Annie Ed in hell? Let the cow and the angry dwarf read the emails. <laughs> <laughs> you thought a three-hour podcast was long? No. <laughs> It's like, oh my holy, oh, for the love of all things good and right, please, Ragum, stop. Do another roundtable, dear God, but don't let them read emails again. You know, the next thing, you're, you're riding along in your Kodo, and the next thing, you're in Azeroth General, you know, in the trauma unit, and they say, what happened? You were T-boned by the bread bitch, there's nothing we can do. It's dancing. Oh, oh my God. Ah. 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 <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Okay, I'll do something with that. Oh, it'll be amazing. It'll be wonderful. You won't recognize yourself. Awesome. <laughs>